0: Today's episode, we got a brand new guest on, and uh, you sent me quote-unquote notes before, (laughs) what you liked and whatnot Mm -hmm. about it. Um, Today's guest is and was Metlakatla's first and only woman mayor. Do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Sure. Uh, This is Audrey Hudson, and Bruce is very correct. I am the first female mayor of Metlakatla, and... I still take pride in it. I go back to my cat They still call me Madam Mayor or Mrs. Mayor, and nice. it always gives me a warm feeling. Yeah, so.
0: nice. Um, one of the things that we have talked about, especially over over the 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 episode, um, it's been a long time coming, and uh, we everybody's got different music taste, and that's recently. I know what I, I should say like the past decade or so is I finally started eh, maybe I should get away from 80s and 90s music and give other music a chance, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um so today's episode we're going to go in on uh some of your all-time favorites and then we'll go on anything obviously and then what you're listening to now what uh what do you listen to when you go for runs, when you're working out, is it you know podcast centric? You know what are those and yeah, how's that sound? Sound good. Sounds good. Okay, but yeah. uh, I got a question. So, do mm-hmm. you remember not not what you were given, but what was the very first album you bought?
1: The very first album that I bought with my hard-earned fourteen-year-old <laughs> money was ACDC. Oh shit! ac back in black, and. Back. and I hid it. I hid it away from my parents even. It was a devil music yeah. and <laughs> I didn't want to get caught with it. Yeah. And I I listened to it quietly in my bedroom and <laughs> oh, no. I, I actually had to buy it. I had to buy it because uh Scott Hudson and Jimmy Coleman and Eric they were all in my in my grade. Yeah. And uh, we we're in the eighth grade and maybe seventh grade. And um, they kept talking about ACDC, ACDC, and I was kinda like, What's this A C D C and they're like, You gotta listen to it A C D C back and back and like keep in mind that this was during the time when like the Duncan Church was like having a big bonfires with oh, burning cassette tapes and yeah. burning devil music and so like <laughs> heaven forbid I should be caught with an A C D C cassette tape by my mom that oh. was a devout Christian woman at the time and we lived down the street from the church. I
0: was about to say these were right down. <laughs> <Duncanville>. <laughs> You, you know the funny thing about that is the very first album church bells. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Every I'm Sunday still church. Bing, bing,
1: bing. Yeah. Like, like the very first album
0: <laughs> I bought was ACDC's Who Made Who because I th- I didn't know who he was, but I thought Angus Young looked awesome on the cover, and that's why I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. I was going to the Presbyterian church and I remember because like Johnny, you know, uh introduced me to a lot of the, like ACDC and then some of some other friends introduced me to Ozzy Osborne and then Twisted Sister. I went into my Sunday school class. It was taught by um <laughs> by <laughs> Sissy Guthrie. And then oh, yeah, and then uh and then um Mrs. Bird, Jean's mom. And they had pictures up of the devil's music because like what you just said, that stuff was going oh on. Gosh. And I, I yep. looked I looked at it and they had a picture of 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 uh Twisted Sister and D Snyder holding that meat bone like screaming and a picture yeah. of Ozzy Osbourne is like oh I'm going to hell I've I've been secretly listening to these at my friend's place <laughs> <laughs> where uh, so when this was going on was the the whole rapture thing being talked about back then like oh yeah Like, like, did you ever get threatened with like, if you keep on doing that, you're going to be left behind and have to wear the mark of the beast and not go to your, not go to heaven with your family. Do you remember that crazy stuff?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember. I remember all of that. And, um, and yeah, all of those words were spoken in my house. And if it wasn't spoken in my house, I would visit family that, um, my aunts were, were, yeah, they were very into church and they were good God-fearing Christian women. And yeah, those words came out of their mouth too, so.
0: <laughs> did uh, How long did you go to Sunday school? Did, re, did you go throughout high school also then?
1: Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, until I, um, let me think, like probably until I was, until I graduated from high school. Oh I, man. I had to go to Sunday school, yeah. So all through my childhood and, Junior high and high school, I had to get up every Sunday morning and go to church. And it wasn't even just Sunday; we had Sunday, Wednesday? Sunday school in the morning, and then Sunday evening and Wednesday Bible study, and oh. then, um, Saturday's inspiration, and back then it was like the youth group thing too was oh. going on, and so we were always active with that. So it was it was it was an everyday thing in our lives, and so, man, um, yeah
0: that's uh that's a lot man so like up until i got like so eighth grade year uh i i was staying at staying the night at, at terrence booth's house and then like gloria woke me up she's like hey you got to get up and go to sunday school and i was like oh she's like your mom said <laughs> you have to go so after one particular <laughs> sunday school i went down and i was just like i don't want to go anymore i just i don't and then like to get me to to get off my mom's back my dad's like you only have to go until you get to high school then it's your choice and then freshman year started and my mom was like get up you gotta go to sunday school i was like no dad said i didn't have to go and like my dad was like (laughs) what the like had that look like what the fuck kid and i was like remember dad you promised last year and it's just like and that so i stopped going freshman year (laughs) Um, yeah
1: i think a lot of the kids had had that choice but i I you didn't. didn't. Have that <laughs> you no. didn't.
0: Uh, There's so no. a, a story really quick and I'll, I'll stop stepping over you here. There was a time. So in the eighties, the, the bird and magic Laker Celtics rivalry was going on. And mm-hmm. I remember right before Sunday school, like you said, we'd have, you know, the recite and we'd sing and whatnot. And then they're like, does anybody got a prayer they want to say? And, and I remember <laughs> someone, I remember someone told me like, Hey, The kids over at Duncan Church are praying for the Celtics to win. I was like, ooh, I need to pray for Magic Johnson and the Lakers to win.
1: (laughs) Did you guys have anything like that before
0: your your classes would start?
1: Not that I can recall. I don't don't recall ever playing for a sports team. Um, (laughs) I was duped. (laughs) Yeah, I don't recall ever playing for for a sports team ever. Oh, man, alive. <laughs> and no, no, I don't, I don't recall that. But I did, I do recall there being somewhat of a a, a line there between the Presbyterian kids and the Duncan Church kids. Or um, there, there was always an interesting. Um, oh, you go to church of God? Oh, you go to Duncan? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, I'm Presbyterian. Yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> there was always that. Yeah, and <laughs>
0: there definitely was like not. Quite gang mentality, but still kind of gang mentality. Like <laughs> Duncan Church people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first time I went to, to the church you went to was with Adam, because Adam's Graham went there. And we were just fucking off one time and we were teenagers. And then she was like, You boys gotta stop doing this. Need a blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, oh shit. You know, maybe it was before I maybe it was like right before we became teenagers. And I remember, I was just like, ah. He's like, go change, you need to put on nice clothes. I went home and I put on a pair of white pants and my dad's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, oh, Adam's grand got mad at us and is making us go to church. And he's like, oh, yeah, tell me how that is, man. You better, you better go, you better go. And I just like, this motherfucker, man. And didn't say anything about my white pants, you know. <laughs> I, know
1: I was going to say, you own white pants? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man! So, um, AC/DC Back in Black. What? Uh, what's your starter with that? Is it Back in Black? Is it, um, is it a different song off that album?
1: Um, to be honest, I to be completely honest, I, I I actually enjoyed the I I more than anything enjoyed the idea of this pos- just owning it. Oh okay. And I remember like listening to songs on it, but it, it like didn't stick. Stick. I think I can recall. Um, song is more from the Kumi album than anything. Was it Hell's um, Bells? But, yeah, <laughs> like that. <laughs> and yeah, and um, it it just yeah, just the idea of owning it um, oh, was good feeling, with, right? And doing something bad, yeah, doing yeah. something bad and owning it more than in. Um, I, I I think I probably listened to it. Um two times before my brother Joe stole it from me oh. and, and and when you stole it from me I wasn't heartbroken because I wasn't exactly attached to the music I was just more attached to the the good feeling of being bad <laughs> to anything.
0: oh man need that Angus young fucking guitar <laughs> strumming man <laughs> what um was uh did you have a Walkman back then I'm sure you did right
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, I did. And so in my Walkman, the one that my mom would check and my family would check, and they would say, "What are you listening to, Audrey?" And see if I was listening to Devil music. And and I always had my Cindy Lauper cassette in my oh. in my in my Walkman.
0: Good choice, man. I I, I, yeah. got, I got Cindy Lauper still on my playlist to this day, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cindy Lauper was my go-to.
0: I got uh, Time After Time. Uh, mm-hmm. She bop. I got her Goonies anthem. You know the Goonies ah, are good enough. Ah, yeah. I, I got that still. Um, that's probably my favorite one. You know, man, that's got an emotional attachment to that though too. To the Goonies, you know. Um, actually, another thing too is like, I, I, I know me and Adam had talked about this, but like, have did you ever get in trouble for like exploring the island without permission? Like, oh, I went up to Yellow Hill today. Like, you didn't get my permission. Where were you for? It's like because it's different now you know, but like mm-hmm. I've wandered off before as a kid and just didn't come home until dinner time. and I was trying to I went up Yellow Hill one day with a bunch of friends and my cousins and they're like, we should hike down the backside and I was like, yeah, it seems like a good idea and we ended up coming out on Graveyard Beach and we we're gone for like six hours and got in trouble and was grounded for a month. Did anything like that ever happen to you?
1: Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, And it was actually when Ains street was first constructed and they had just started putting houses up there oh, and shit. my brother joe yeah my brother joe got this new dirt bike and we were living in the trailer court then um in the spot where vanessa ascot lives right now with her trailers okay. we had a trailer right there and my brother got a new dirt bike for his birthday and um i stole it
2: nice i stole
1: it and um took off and it was the first time that I ever ventured around Mount Metcalfe by myself. And so I um, went from the trailer court and went um, down by the school and went um, up towards Hillcrest and towards my Graham's house on the corner where the housing authority director house is now. Took a left there up towards Marianne Butch and then towards Haynes Street. <laughs> and went all the way to the back. And I remember being like, this is the new street. I've never been up here before. And I get halfway down the street and Prudence McKay is like playing um, at the end of, on the side of the road. And I and I, I stopped and, because of course, me being me, I want to know, like what are you doing? And stopping to... <laughs> To chat, whoever with whoever it was, and it was Prudence. was like, she looked at me. She's like, I thought you were your brother Joe. And I was like, because the sun was behind me and stuff. And so I stopped and played with her, and I was gone for way too long. I was probably gone for a couple hours. And finally, made my way back home to the trailer court, and my mom was just like, Where have you been? And I was like, and It was the first time that I ever, yeah, ventured off by myself, and I don't even remember how old was I. I must have been about. 10 or 11
0: yeah because i was i was pretty young when that haynes road went in i remember being excited because it was a new place to walk you know yeah until i got to the end of the road there because billy mack never kept his dogs in check you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i mean i still think i, I don't think he keeps them in check still I, i'm pretty sure i heard them barking around when i back in the Fourth of July or 7th of
0: August. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, how many, how many, uh, times did you get away from the res dog when you were a kid or did they get you? (laughs)
1: Let me think.
0: I got caught Um, one time when I I was a little guy, man. I was
1: pretty good at turning and stopping and saying,
0: get out of here.
1: (laughs) And like, they'd stop and leave me alone. Uh,
0: Yeah. I just wasn't old enough to know that trick at the moment, you know?
1: (laughs) I think I saw my Auntie Annie do it once. And I was like, oh, dang, that really worked. There's the mean voice. Okay.
0: (laughs) I gotta remember that mental note, mental note.
1: <laughs> yeah, like go at it. Like you lunge your head at it, and like, Get out and <laughs> go, so. but if anything happens to you and they bite you anyway, so blame it on me. <laughs> works, works for me, yeah. it might not
0: work for you. Yeah. Holy fuck, Bruce got bit by a dog <laughs> when he was home visiting his mom. <laughs> Fucking wild!
1: <laughs> Lunge, dad. Yeah,
0: chomped him right the fuck down, man. <laughs> there is uh. So back to your music taste. When so seventh grade, you would have been playing on the Lady Braves around that time, right? Is that eighth
1: grade? I didn't play seventh grade. I played eighth grade. Oh, then okay. Eighth grade. Eighth grade was. Uh, I remember. Going to Prince Rupert for the basketball tournament. And, um, like, that's always a big trip when you're in junior high, getting the Rupert or the show and bar shootout. And, but that one was uh, Rupert and Bon Jovi came out. And, um, and it was.
0: Was that the New Jersey album or the You Give Love a Bad Name one? You Give Love
1: a Bad Name. Okay. That one.
0: Okay. Yeah. There's. Uh, speak on that Prince Rupert tournament because I remember being a kid and... You know, because it it was nuts, man, because nowadays you kind of don't, I mean, I don't want to say you kind of don't because I I shouldn't say that, but like it was a big deal when the yearbook would come out at the following year of the start of the school year. And then so I would, they would like, you guys would, someone would have a camera and document that stuff, right? Yeah. So how was that going over there for for a tournament? Because that just doesn't happen anymore. That didn't happen by the time I got to middle school. We went to Prince of Wales. And the Schonbar shootout, and that was it.
1: We, how did that work? Because
0: you probably went to all three of them, right? We took the ferry. Yeah, I think
1: we took the ferry.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure we took the ferry over to Rupert, and um, and we were housed out over there. We didn't stay in hotels. Yeah, and I was housed with was housed with Cookie and Cookie and. I think there were four of us housed at one place. Oh shit, Me, Cookie. Was Wendy with us? Maybe Wendy, Ron, and mm. it, uh, it, I think Tar. Maybe Tar Clapper was with us.
0: That is a name I have not heard in a long time. I remember her now that you brought her up though. <laughs> yeah. So different times, cause like what you just said, the teams are housed at the gyms now. But when you were playing and when I was playing, we would get housed out. Like in Matlakatla, like did you have to house anybody because you were playing? Yeah,
1: yes, yeah, like, yeah. So, my, did, so oh, especially died. in high school, yes. in high school, like my mom would totally get jazzed when Mount Edgecomb would come to town. You know, we had to house kids from Mount Edgecomb if we didn't house anybody else. <laughs> we had to house some kids from Mount Edgecomb. Yeah, and we out of. Bedroom, and they'd all stay in one of the bedrooms, and she'd like cook all kinds of good Eskimo food and bake bread, and make
0: them feel at home, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, nice. and they would too. and They would say so, and it was it was always nice to make them feel. That,
0: so, yeah. <laughs> Did you go to school with Aaron Dundas? Because he was pretty much oh, like yes, a f- I did. So I grew up in his house, uh, Danny and Yvonne Tucker. Aaron Legend, yeah. So. Oh. There was, so my brother played, I think my brother played one year with him and then he, Aaron was
1: best friends with my brother, Joe.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. uh, real quick story on Aaron, man. Um, I fucking thought that I, I just thought he was the bee's knees. I grew up in his house and I saw him getting just better and better at basketball. Was. And I was just yeah. like, damn, this guy. And he was always, he wasn't a bully to me. Like all the other people were. And I asked him one time, I was like, do you want to stay the night? and like play with me and he's like yeah and I you know I didn't know any better than my dad just kind of laughed Aaron showed up and I was sick and he still stayed the (laughs) night with me and oh uh, cool and uh, he sat up with me and he's like you know what might help you is I wrap a bunch of blankets around me and I try to sweat it out I was like mom can I get a bunch of blankets that's what Aaron does and he stayed up all night he stayed with me in the living room until I fell asleep I woke up and my mom was cooking him breakfast and he's like hey Bruce you got to you got a pretty cool BMX bike out there. You mind if I ride it around today? And I was like, Yeah, you want you want to ride my bike? And he's like, Yeah. Yeah, I'll come back later today. Is that all right? I said, Yeah, you could you could borrow my bike. And then like he he came back. And the <laughs> the first thing I asked him, and cause I, I was fucking oh, really sick. And I was like, Aaron, Aaron, did you do a 10-pedal wheelie like Ben Berkeley does a 10-pedal wheelie?
1: Oh, like Ben
0: Berkeley. <laughs> and then he said, no, I did a twenty pedal wheelie, and I was like, oh, mom, Aaron did a twenty pedal wheelie," and my mom was just beaming because this kid who is like getting like you know basketball is in Malacatla took the time yeah. out and came and stayed in that, and I was just like, "Ah, oh, he is just a fucking good soul, man." But uh yeah. so they went to Wrangle one year, and so for the people out there that don't know, when when the boys went to Wrangle. That meant Audrey had a home game against the Lady Wolves, right? Right. And uh, so Aaron was at, at, in Wrangell, got housed out, somewhat out of town, right? And his housing parent didn't have any ties, which was, I always found weird in other communities because they didn't really have ties to it. They would just put their name but Hey, man, we'll, we'll house students. And it was hit or miss. Uh-huh. And Aaron's housing parent in Wrangell was like, until you cut that cord of wood, I am not bringing you into town to play your basketball game. Oh my
1: gosh.
0: (laughs) 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 Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so like... I I,
1: I totally believe the story. I totally believe the story because that is something that would have happened to Aaron. like, totally would have happened to him.
0: And and the story (laughs) goes, he showed up all fucking winded, out of breath, had a bunch of wood in his hair and super sweaty. Went to the ah. coach and was like, I am not staying with him. He made me cut all of his wood for him before he gave me a ride. And like the principal was like, what the heck is, no, you, we? why did you do that? <laughs> you know, and they got a oh new housing parents. And like, so by, when I took my first trip, it was in October of 94 and it was to Wrangell. And uh, my brother was in college at the time, and I called him up. I said, "Hey, man, I'm headed to Wrangle." He's like, "Do not fucking cut any wood, man. Don't get caught like you're." <laughs> um, but uh, back to you. Sorry. Did uh, what 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 music was playing that you remember or could recall when you were going to Prince Rupert? Like, was there anything that stuck with you from back then?
1: Um. Yeah, I remember. Um. What's that? Aerosmith? Ooh. Aerosmith came out with uh um with that one in the video? In the video and he's dancing and then like he kicks and he does a dance and the carpet like flips up. Uh,
0: is that the crossover he had with Run DMC, walk this way? Or am I thinking of something else? Mm,
1: different one, different one. Oh okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Dang.
0: Hold on, I'm okay. looking it up right now as you speak.
1: <laughs> but but I remember that I remember that because Roy Williams was so into it, and he kept trying to dance like him. And he was like, look, look, I got it. And he was like, he was trying to like do the dance moves, and like he was like, see, see, just like him, just like him. And we we're like, yeah, Roy looks good, looks good. Do it again, do it again. <laughs> as you're we all rolling our eyes, but Roy thought, yeah. He Ray. thought he had to dance. He's
0: feeling one. himself. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, shit, was that Ragdoll? Or? Ragdoll, yeah, Ragdoll.
1: Ragdoll.
0: Ragdoll. This one? Mm-hmm. Hot huh. Do yep. you hear it? Yep. Yep. It's a good song, man. It, it, makes, yeah. it, it makes it even better. That <laughs> that you guys were encouraging him to do the dance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think if I do this leg move hard enough, I can make the rug flip. <laughs> do it again.
0: Do it again. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was junior high, though. You know, when you're in junior high, you do silly things like that that are that are entertaining. But.
0: Oh, 100%, mm-hmm. man. I remember... Uh the group of us we all wwf wrestled each other in the cloac cloac uh, gymnasium
2: <laughs>
0: not knowing that you're not supposed to perform those moves for real you know yeah um <laughs> what uh so um what's uh Let's hit one of your favorite all-time songs. What like what's something that like you're just instant like it brings you back to a certain time, whatever when you first heard it, a certain few months or whatever you know.
1: Okay, so so like I can think of like two right now right off the top of my head that remind me of a certain time of when I was it was probably like 1978, 79, 80, and we were living in the trailer at the trailer court. Okay. Um, like any time this song comes on, it, it brings me back to AM nine thirty, and um, it's a it's a warm summer day, and we're just like playing out. And my mom has got the radio playing in the window, and and our, we didn't have glass windows; we had like plexiglass windows in, in the oh, windows. Shit. And so she like and so she like popped the window out and put the radio in the window, and we could all listen to the music outside and inside. And it was just a, it's just a good summer day, and it was uh, like Juice Newton, Queen of Hearts, and. I, I freaking love that song. I think between Juice Newton and Captain and Tennille, those uh-huh. two bands bring me to that time. Nice. Um, yeah.
0: Fucking A. Hold on, I'm looking it up right now so that people could hear it. Yeah. I actually have a Juice Newton song on my... I got Angel of the Morning on my playlist.
1: I did that. That was a popular one, but I, I really... My favorite was Queen of Park.
0: This is the jam, huh?
1: Yeah.
0: There you go, man. Out out fucking just jamming living life, man.
1: Yeah. Picking berries in
0: the backyard oh, and walking. Shit. Yeah. Did you get to pick any berries when you're home?
1: Uh thimbleberries. I picked some thimbleberries. I didn't get there weren't very many um huckleberries or blueberries out um yet. Well I didn't see very many, but it was mainly thimbleberries. Thimbleberries
0: so, like, were out strong this 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 past month, yeah. man. Yeah, like uh, a lot. <laughs> um, I forgot that Juice Newton sang that song. To be honest,
1: yeah, it's this one of my favorites. Um, between that one and "I'm Captain and T-O's Love Will Keep Us Together," like it was. There was, I was like, that one.
0: Oh, I'm listening. I'm just looking up the song. So, and and Captain and T-O
1: always makes me think of my cousin Tim Marsden
0: too. Oh, um, okay.
1: He used to have a. He had a cat named Tenille. Right, and his dog named k- Captain. Oh, really? And, yeah, when I was growing up in um, Earth, that was kind of cool.
0: Dude, I forgot about this song, man. Love, love will keep us babe it's a lot of fucking just bangers back then, you know?
1: Yeah. Especially I'm not even... able to hear the songs, but... I...
0: Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um... I got it. I got it plain. <laughs> um, cool. There was... I, I totally... Oh, damn, man. I forgot about Captain and eh, I'm going to fucking add those two. to. Uh, so, are those like the two ones that could just like instantly time travel back to that moment in time? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Those, those ones, especially. Mine? Dude, yeah. Like, I think the top one for me is uh, Soul For Real's Every Little Thing I Do. I, I still... I still rock that one and it brings me right back <laughs> to like April, April, May, June of 1995. <laughs> oh, um, what, uh, so there's two, uh, two of them. What, uh, what, uh, what would be your next one that you think What would be your third? My, let
1: me say my next one, um, in high school, yes. in high school. I, I remember, um, my cousin, Um, Gruber and his mom, they all went to a Death Leopard concert in Seattle. And I want, like, all I ever wanted my whole life was to go to a Death Leopard concert. And my favorite song was Pour Some Sugar On You. Oh, shit, man. Like, yeah. And I remember one summer, one summer was, like, the best. Because Mary wanted to go camping all the time. Like, every weekend she took us out camping, Elliot Boy Scout. And, um, there was always Gruber and his buddies and um me and Mary and there's there's a lot of kids that would go there's mainly there's mainly uh
0: different times huh yeah
1: yeah and we'd listen to Jeff Leopard. she'd she'd blast it like she'd play it over and over and over and we yeah we rocked we rocked that for so many weekends playing up
0: were you going out on the on the boy scout swing when this song when uh pour some sugar on me was playing
1: Oh, no, no. Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're thinking. No, nope. yeah. there I was
0: didn't, didn't. there was I remember I went out there. So I went out there for like a family picnic and it was just this huge fucking res party. And there was oh, a bunch of adults drinking and then the kids going out on that swing out there. And um, I could only go so far, but some people could really, really get it going and bring that swing out there. And, um, Ray, Ray Martinez was out there with Dina, you know, uh-huh. and Dina came over and was talking to, you know, came over, talked to me, Merle, Brandon, like, Hey boys, you need to eat, you need to eat here, get some of this, get and just oh, nice. super nice. And then like Raymond was drunk <laughs> and said that, um, we weren't swinging right. And he needs to show us how, and do you remember <laughs> how you could, you, you swing and there was a foot, there was a hole for your foot on that swing. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, yeah. The loop, huh? He
0: didn't put his foot in there. He he Oh he, my god He got a running start and used that for a hand grip and he went way the fuck out there. <laughs> and then he just dropped boom. <laughs> and my brother was like, I think he broke his ankle. <laughs> and he was just he was screaming <laughs> screaming at the top of his lungs when we ran over there and everyone's like why did you drop why did you drop not realizing he dropped because he was drunk and probably didn't realize it you know <laughs> but he did he broke his fucking ankle man I worked with Dina oh my
1: God.
0: like a decade later and I brought that up she, she started laughing I remember that I remember that but yeah and I and I, after that I was always just like yeah maybe the swing's not for me <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> or or there's always the time where somebody jumps off of the 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 tree that's on the side you know you climb up on the tree and you walk along the log and you and then somebody brings you the rope and you grab it and if you don't go out at a right at the correct angle like when you come back you slam against the tree hard (laughs) have you ever seen anybody slam on the tree on on the return (laughs) yeah
0: dude it's hard not to laugh right (laughs) Oh shit man. Yeah that that's uh fuck that'll do it man top it off. What if you got pour some sugar on me playing you're just living fucking life and bam fucking tree popping up, you know? <laughs> oh shit man. And uh hey, just so you know that the music when I when I do play it it's it's coming in so people are gonna be able to hear hear your choice of music. Oh cool. Yeah. What would be your next one after Def Leopard?
1: And so after Death leopard I um, I really liked Okay, so this is high school. Okay. In high school in high school we used to have um, dances at the teen center. Yep. And that was like my mainly my sophomore junior and senior year. We okay. would have dances like almost every weekend, at least every other weekend. And we <sighs> freaking love to dance. We yep. loved like it was always a good fundraiser, pay a buck to get in and you go in there and you like of course, it's like any dance, it starts out kind of lame and people yep. are kind of standing around. But like after a while, a few people start dancing and it's usually like uh, Jason Milne that would get it going and then a couple of girls would jump in and then like the dance always went from, I don't know, eight o'clock until midnight. Yep. And so by the time 10 o'clock rolled around, the dance floor was like rolling and everybody's on the dance floor doing their thing. Oh. And so imagine like, imagine like 60 or 70 kids just like, Having a good time, and like the teen center's packed, and music is blaring. And um, but that was like the good time for us, it was like there was a, in high school, and this song like always brings me back to that. This song, and it's uh, Young MC, what's the move? Oh, oh, yeah,
0: yes. I uh, anytime you hear a young MC say bust it, man, it. Yeah, you go right to the fucking dance floor, man. <laughs> you know the cool thing about that is I had the same experience when I got to high school, and um, there was it was teen center dances, then it moved to longhouse dances, then back to the teen center. And uh, like you said, it was just like it started off kind of lame. People wouldn't wouldn't be doing anything. And then, uh, like around ten o'clock, then it's just the dance floor is just fucking packed, man. Yeah. Like, damn, that uh, fucking this song's a fucking banger, still, man. Like, I I have it in my rotation, and um, it's always like, oh shit, man, like just out for a cruise. It comes on, like, yeah, all right, man, I feel this one. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that's that's the song that always is. Are you playing it?
0: Yeah, yeah, I had it playing for forty six seconds wait yeah 46 seconds <laughs> it mm-hmm. um uh, it sucks you can't hear it man but yeah i, I like it starts off you know ah oh, what a great song man top it off jason was a pretty good fucking dancer back in the day <laughs>
1: yeah he was good he was good he usually dance solo carry himself to fine and then he, dance with it all. he good.
0: yeah that's that's a good song does that ever pop up on your rotation nowadays still
1: Oh yeah. 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 I'll be playing it and I'll be giving somebody a ride and it'll pop on. And they're like, what? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. this
0: is fucking great, man. <laughs>
1: yeah. And they're like, who are you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit. That's a great one, man. What's uh what's another one of yours?
1: Another one in that. Um, okay. So this song, like I'll listen to it when I'm feeling sad okay. and like, it kind of reminds me of, um, uh, like, my teams, but I know it came out, like, way before then, and, um, but still, even now I'll listen to it where I'm kind of been feeling blue or something. Yeah. Or, like, I'm, I'm in a mood, and it's, uh, Carole King, It's Too Late.
0: Carol King.
1: Let King, she's so fine. Let
0: me, oops, hold on. Fat-fingered that one. <laughs> There we go. Geez, I don't even remember this lady.
1: Really? Yeah, what was he the name? Was Keanu, of the song? She got this cool blonde curly hair. It's too late.
0: It's too late. Okay. I got it playing right now. I heard this song. I didn't know this This was her. Yeah. Damn, okay. fucking I'm learning some new shit today, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's played, man. I've I've definitely heard this song before. I said, yeah, I, I it's never knew real
1: vocal. It's got soul. Cool. Sing along to it and like.
0: <laughs> Holy shit! I did not know that this lady sang this song. I never knew who sang the song. This is a good fucking song, man. You got a you got a good fucking list so far, buddy. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> oh, that's a good fucking song.
1: Yeah, it's a tearjerker when you're feeling like, but <laughs> sad. And need,
0: it's one of those. Fuck when you, it
1: all. <laughs> and one of those times and go for a ride. Yeah. <laughs> Carol King's my go-to. Yeah,
0: I just need to get up in my feelings for a minute, goddammit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> There is a song by Joe Walsh called Rosewood Bitters you'd probably like. That's a good one.
1: Rosewood Bitters. Yeah. Huh.
0: Hey, check it out after we get when we're done here. I, I, that's right up your alley. Um. Mm-hmm. What uh? What would be your next one? My
1: next one, of course, it's um. This yes. one is always. Mm, Oops. Sorry. I just it's Elk and John, Benny and the Jets. Oh,
0: that's a good fucking song. Yeah. That's and a good and that fucking one is song.
1: it. It like it doesn't even matter, like what who's in the room with mm-hmm. the. Business meeting or uh, something social, whatever social setting it is, like this song, like it's for everything.
0: In it, and It's it's a very it feel good. Yes, it's uh, I hear this song a lot at my work because we just got the local radio playing, and so mm-hmm. Elton John's in, in a good heavy rotation, and this is one of his songs that's played. <laughs> it's a good fucking song, man.
1: Yeah, Plus Elton really John's just
0: fucking badass in general, man. This guy's awesome. There was, I didn't know that. Uh, I, I just different era, I guess. But like until I watched Almost Famous, I don't remember hearing uh, that Elton John's. Did, have you watched El- Almost Famous?
1: I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. It, 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 I I didn't even. It had probably been out for. Um, Ten years before I even watched it, and I just happened to watch it one day. And um, Kate had been great. Oh, yeah, it's such a it. good movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: There was. Um, I had never heard Tiny Dancer until that movie.
1: <laughs> really? <laughs>
0: Remember that bus scene with them mm-hmm. after everything yeah. kind of goes wonky, and then they're they don't like fucking the shit's just fucked up, and everybody's all depressed and quiet, and then someone plays. Yeah. Plays it and then they all yeah. start singing. That's the first time I remember hearing yeah. it. That was in 2001 because I didn't watch it till it came out on on VHS or DVD. Wow. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I remember, and and that makes me think of my auntiana. My Auntie Anna
0: sit, see, Oh shit, huh? And, yeah. It, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's nice how some of your your musical taste is formed by. Older relatives, right?
1: Right, and um, and and I remember even even now here in Sitka, um, I was down at the moose hanging out, and my cousin Karen was down there, and she recently moved back to Sitka from Florida, and Karen used to come to Metlakatla and work in the cannery in the summertime, wow. and um, and I was like, "Oh man, I never get to see my cousin Karen." I think I'll play a song for my, yeah. the jukebox. It's not a jukebox now, but you know, you have an app for it and stuff, and you can punch yeah. in a song. And so I played um the Archie. Oh, um, you know that song with sugar, yeah. honey, honey. You are my candy girl, and you got me wanting you. And so, so you spent one summer playing that song over and over and over at my aunt May Martin's and it would come like it'd be playing out of her bedroom. You could hear it. She was blasting it, and Tim would come, come out of his bedroom and be like, God, I hate this fucking song. It's fucking crazy day and night. I <laughs> hate this fucking song. And I remember being like, oh. <laughs> but I liked it. I thought it was a cool song. I was like, say it again, Karen.
0: <laughs> oh, shit, man. Oh. Um. It's catchy, man.
1: Bopper bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome, man.
1: Mm-hmm. I, uh, I remember like <laughs> I remember them especially, and then um, and, like my cousin Tim played uh the you know Dark Side of the Moon, and they were they did that dancing, and so every once in a while he let me sit in the corner while they were practicing, and him and Leo and. Um, wow. I remember who the drummer was, but they, they would be practicing in his bedroom, and his bedroom was, had this black wall with Dark Side of the Moon painted <laughs> on it, the album cover painted on and then the other wall was the wall with the with the white, um, oh, shit! Uh, it was just, yeah, it was the coolest bedroom, and yeah, he had his band set up in there, and yeah, he, but... Between that and church, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got <laughs> a lot, this. lot of exposure to yeah. music. Yeah. What uh, what's
0: uh, what was your favorite poster you had up in your room when you were in high school? my
1: favorite poster,
0: yeah. Uh, or middle school, or yeah. it wasn't even middle school. It's actually junior high, right?
1: I remember I had a poster, and it was Dolf Lundgren.
0: Oh my shit, Dolf
1: Lundgren poster. Oh, it was so good.
0: <laughs> Where did so you get good. it? at
1: um I th- I got in Ketchikan at um at what's that you know the the on um, the McKeanies owned it. Oh is it that records record store? Is it the record store? That's yeah. right. The music store.
0: In the mall, I'm right? Pretty
1: sure, I'm pretty sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure in the, the McCainies owned it or somebody yeah, <laughs> it <laughs> that's,
0: that's where I got it Yeah.
1: He's either there or Ben Franklin had a rack, too.
0: Yeah. I love Ben Franklin. What's the... When you went to Ben Franklin, where where was your go-to in there? Because mine was right back to the toys or back to the fish because the owners were always super cool, and it seemed like if the fish hadn't been fed, then they would, like, let us feed the fish, which I thought was awesome, you know?
1: Yeah. I remember that, the goldfish. Um, So cool. I would go to... I would go to... The posters. Oh shit! I did yeah. the posters and um, browse the posters for the posters, and then walk down the aisle that had like the cheap shoes and take a look at the cheap shoes. Oh, yeah. And then, I've been there. Um, <laughs> 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 and then, um, oh, they were remember they were the the kids. They were white kids, yep. but they weren't really kids because they had the white bottoms. They didn't <laughs> have the tan bottoms. <laughs> I need those. <laughs> <laughs> they look like kids. Yeah, they're in my price range. I need a pair of those. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe 2 I'll and probably come back at the end of the summer for those. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the? And the popcorn?
0: Oh the man, popcorn. I love the you popcorn. Leave there man. a bag of popcorn, I yeah, love getting amazing. the popcorn, man. Like you said, as soon as you're done shopping, I would get a bag of popcorn.
1: Yeah, I would. Uh, and then once in a while, they would have jawbreakers.
0: Oh yes fuck those were good man
1: and and after a while they kept them behind the counter
0: <laughs> yeah
1: there were so many kids pocketing them or something <laughs> so they kept they them behind the counter after a while
0: there was i uh, there was that place i would look at that place for uh, halloween costumes because if you remember especially in the 80s they had those, oh yeah uh, they had those fucking hard metal not hard metal hard plastics with the one one string going behind the mask to go around <laughs> your head. And then they gave yeah. the kids sauna suits.
1: <laughs> you know what that is to me? It's a rich kid's Halloween costume. I didn't get a store-bought costume. Oh, <laughs> we shit. made ours you or made we yours? painted our faces. Yeah. Oh, we made ours or we painted our faces. Yeah.
0: I got, I got in a Superman one. There's a picture and I usually post it around Halloween. It's me and my brother and uh our cousin Tom Mann came over and painted Milo's face as Dracula, and I didn't wear the whole costume. All I wore was the Superman mask with my regular clothes. And uh, mm-hmm. my mom said everybody laughed. They said I looked like a little midget walking around trick or treating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the best Halloween that we ever had. I remember, of course, like we were going to the church, then, of course, but we were um, at the Church of God for um, for the Harvest Jubilee. Nice. And, it was, and they made us do Harvest Jubilee instead of going trick-or-treating Oh and shit. <laughs> yeah and I remember feeling bad and like bummed and being having to be at church with the other church kids and having uh, you know like homemade you know, snacks and like really I wanted to be out getting two pillowcases cases full of oh, fuck! there man. was none of that and then and so but but at, at about seven thirty, um Dad number two, Dennis, comes walking in and he like calls us over by him and uh, he said, Go get your sisters. And I like, oh, okay. So I went and got my sisters. And I was like, oh, Dad, I want to be like, Where is he? Where is like, I don't know, he's getting your stuff. I think he's to trick-or-treating. Sure, sure I'll take this trick-or-treating. And so, sure enough, he brings us home and um, my mom like starts painting my sisters' faces and doing them up and he takes us out trick-or-treating. And I was <sighs> like, Ah, Halloween is saved. <laughs> what was your face painted <laughs> as? Were you reggaey Ann or uh, something? Like, I don't even remember. I don't even remember. I think I was uh I think I was a cat. I think I just had a paint with on on okay. like an eye or something.
0: Did you use a pillowcase right. or a garbage bag? Pillowcase. Pillowcase. I did that, man, and yeah. I ruined it. <laughs> it was so <laughs> worth it though, man. So worth it. I remember I remember I felt like my brother Fucking drop knowledge from God Himself. And He was like, Look, you're just going to need to buy a couple gym bags and put that gym bag inside your gym bag. And then if you go this route, if you go this route, you'll end up at Grandma and Grandpa William's house, leave your bag there, and then you still got a full gym bag.
1: (laughs) Mark.
0: And then, like, I was always rolling hard with Adam. And I was like, Adam, you're not going to believe this. This is what we're going to (laughs) do. (laughs)
1: Is <laughs> that yeah, a halloween film
0: yeah yeah what uh what's some of your favorite halloween candy
1: okay so like um when i was growing up like there was it was during a time in the 80s when were people i don't know if it was real or not because i never it never happened to me but they would say uh check your apples and check your chocolates." you remember that too needles and razors <laughs> yeah needles and razors and chocolates and apples oh. and they were being like and like my cousin Gino swore that he had a razor in his mouth, and I was after biting an apple, and I was like, "God, he's such a liar! I don't even know whether to believe him or not." And <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's just <is> awesome. <laughs> but but my mom my mom and dad would check our candy when we came home, and then we would have to go to bed, and then we would get up in the morning, and like most of our chocolate was gone. And we're like, oh, we had to check it. It was mostly bad. A lot of it was poison. We had to get rid of a lot of it. And it was always just our (laughs) chocolate.
0: Oldest trick in the book being played on you, uh? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. I love love homemade popcorn balls. I was always over the moon whenever me and Adam would get them at some random house, you know? Put it
1: in the microwave for five seconds.
0: Oh, shit. Oh, man. Damn. Yeah. I'm going to need my mom to make me that this Halloween. <laughs> I still dress up and go out. I, I normally try to go out with Adam. So we still get all dressed up and head out to the bars here now. So
1: oh. I still enjoy dressing up. Yes. And um, even when CJ was little, CJ was little and um, just dressed as a little Spider-Man. And um, oh, nice. standing behind him was um, Conrad and I. And um, nice. we were, Conrad, and we were dressed as dog and best. Doggy Bounty Hunter and Best and C J was a little Spider Man and CJ was standing like in front of it. He's like his little he's probably five years old. (laughs) And his shoulders are hunched over and he had like little sad eyes behind his (laughs) Spider Man mask and and I was like, Get happy, what's the matter? And he's like, Because you're the only parents that ever dressed up. This is so embarrassing.
0: (laughs) Oh man I I got a picture of I was just talking to my daughter about this when she was home. Um I got a picture of us out on Halloween. I think she was dressed up as a witch. It's from 2005, and I was right behind her, and uh, I was dressed up as um, Alex from A Clockwork Orange, and we're going out (laughs) trick-or-treating.
1: You know, know one thing that I always remember, and I, I know you will probably remember it too, and it was just the best. You had to go there before the end of the night and it usually scared the shit out of all the kids and you could hear kids running from it and screaming and crying with alex Patterson's house?
0: oh shit
1: you remember that oh remember that? fuck man <laughs>
0: <laughs> top it off that was a perfect spot too because yeah. they were like yeah in the town block right that's where they lived
1: right in the middle of town block
0: oh man <laughs> Oh, he used fuck to set yeah. that up.
1: Good. He used to set it up. Good.
0: That was he everybody. Awesome. Make,
1: yeah. He's make kids cry. I loved it. It was great.
0: <laughs> I love, okay. So another thing on this, you were in high school or going into high school when they started the, uh, ho- October Halloween carnivals. And, um, Oh yeah. And then like the seniors got first picked and it just trickled down to people in seventh grade. Um, But what uh, the point is, is the seniors and then probably your class when you guys got it, there were haunted mazes. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I remember.
0: There was one year, me and Adam, we're fucking young as shit, man. And Adam's like, and I was always like a little bit scared. So Adam always had to give me a little bit of a nudge to go do it with him. And he's like, come on, man, We watch horror movies all the time. Like, fuck, dude, I don't know, man. You know, it's kind of being a wimp. And so the it was out in um the auto shop so we get out there mm-hmm. and there were boxes yeah. set up or maybe it was in the wood shop one of, maybe it was a wood Did shop a,
1: was it a was it a crawling maze
0: yep yep yeah and Those um, ones are scary. so we were crawling and I was already a little bit claustrophobic you know, and then you just got the music blasting oh, uh-huh. and and they threw fucking noodles, wet noodles on the box. And then um, uh-huh. like all of a sudden, like I just hear, ah, oh, fuck, you know, cause we cussed a lot of uh-huh. kids and like, I didn't know if Adam got scared, but I was a little bit scared. So I was pushing on him trying to get him to fucking go forward, not knowing until we got <laughs> out that they had cut holes in there and, some motherfucker grabbed him by the hair and started yanking his hair as hard as they could and they wouldn't let go and i'm behind him pushing him so he's getting it from both ends and then when we got out i was like holy fuck, huh and they like, had this disheveled look and he's like they fucking grabbed my hair man i was like what He's like, "Yeah, fucking hand came down, grabbed it, fucking yanked me up, and I was screaming. And then you started pushing me from behind, man. Uh, (laughs) And then, uh, but do you do you remember those carnivals? They used to have a jail you could put out warrant for people, and they'd have to go in for like five or ten minutes. You know? Yeah,
1: the jail one was always fun. Yeah, shit, there's a lot of fun, (laughs) man. I think when we did it, when I was a senior, we put the haunted house in the shop class in the high school, um, towards the back. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and where Mister Hillman used to have his class. Oh. In that area, yeah, that's where that's where our haunted house was.
0: Did you guys make and it a maze or is it walking?
1: It was a maze. Oh, okay. Was a, crawling, a crawling maze.
0: Man, they're so, I'm not saying it. I haven't gone to them now, but like, it's just that very creative you know because then you'd have to tape the boxes together and make fake exits (laughs) you know (laughs) what
1: uh it's a a lot of work it's a lot man like
0: that week leading up to it like they just let people in class like hey man what's your class doing okay then you need to go to so-and-so's class because that's what you're doing this whole period (laughs) you know a lot of fun man (laughs) i always enjoyed those um What about, what would be next on your list for your your music?
1: Let me see. Next one is, okay, so this one, um, I see for for last, for like songs that like remind me of um, back then. And and you're actually the one that um, brought it back to mind um, like three years ago, three, maybe, yeah, three years ago. I was um, doing HR um, for... Copper River Seafoods out in Bristol Bay. Okay. And it was, um, it was like May of 2020 and um, COVID had just happened that year, in March of that year. And so Man. everybody's in lockdown and I was out in Bristol Bay and it was just me. I didn't know anybody, nobody knew me. And I was HR, nobody wanted to be friends with me, of course, oh, and that's no. fine. But I was just like a loner. Yeah. And so I remember um, going through Facebook and I was still doing my like, quarantine after I had two weeks quarantine. Okay. And going to my Facebook and then seeing your post for, um, um, and I was kind of like, what is this? Oh, huh. And so I like tuned in and I was listening and I was like, oh my gosh. And it made me feel so good because I like, I had nothing from that like outlet to like really um, nobody to really talk to. But like the, the topics, of discussion that you had like really made me feel better oh, that's and awesome. um, and 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 it gave me um something to i don't know reminisce and be happy about and something that was familiar and you played the song, and I freaked out <laughs> because I had completely forgot about it until you played it, and for a long time it was my favorite song, and I don't know it just kind of disappeared and <laughs> when you played it and I was like, what? And I after that I played it over and oh, over and nice. over and I was so happy. And it's Maria by Blondie.
0: Oh I love that song. Maria.
1: Oh yeah. That yeah. is a all
0: time great song. Like all time. Like I fucking love that song.
1: Yeah, yeah. Me too.
0: I could tell you when it came out. It came out in nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, that was like their big fucking comeback, man. And then it ended up being on an episode of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> <You're> like, what? <laughs> oh, man, I used to... Dawson's Creek. I, yeah, man. Fucking Pacey stealing Joey away from Dawson. What a motherfucker, man. <laughs> and then she left with him on the sailboat. Yeah what the fuck Joey? Come on, man. Leaving fucking Dawson hanging. Fucking dick in his hand, all sad and shit. Man, I was depressed. He
1: always looked sad though. he had like that perpetual sad look on his face. He He was never happy. And his mouth is always gaping open.
0: Yeah, every time there's that meme going around about him too, that crying meme. That was Dawson's punk ass, man. (laughs) I, uh, I fucking have that song still in rotation, man. <laughs> I love that yeah. song. Love that song, man. Like uh I had this uh fuck man. It was like a teal colored F one fifty and I bought it in '98. And um that was one of the first songs I played in my C D player.
1: <laughs>
2: really?
0: Yeah, yeah. I got uh Dustin no Ira Ira installed my CD player and uh shit if you remember back then too man you'd be flipping through your friends or yours big book of CDs you know oh yeah and I was just like fuck this man I'm playing fucking blondies Marie fuck this man this is going in fucking turn that motherfucker up man (laughs) Uh, I fucking love that song um damn so that i'm always in i'm all i always love hearing how people discover my podcast you know so that, that, that that's good to hear you know um yeah it uh thankfully i got a lot of people that reshare it and it sounds like that's how you came across it um that that's pretty fucking cool man i, I greatly appreciate it <laughs>
1: yeah it was and it was during the time where you know Quarantine and COVID, and you're all by yourself, and there's nothing else. And so, yeah, your podcast really entertained me during that time. So nice, thanks for that.
0: Yeah, thank you, thank you for listening. <laughs> um, I actually have uh, I have a bunch of stickers too, and we just weren't able to cross paths when we were both on the res, So I was gonna hand off a couple new ones because my buddy Will, who came up with the original logo for SWAT and Flies and Telling Lies. Off the top of his head, came up with another new logo, so I made a bunch of stickers, and I was just handing them out when I was home. (laughs) Um, Cool. Yeah, yeah. So I always have some set aside, just because you never know when people are coming through Catch Can, or just I run into somebody. You know, it's like, oh, hey, listen to your podcast. Oh, yeah, fuck it. Hold on, man. Run out to my car and hand them off to the people, (laughs) you know. And yeah. they're they're nice little stickers too, so um I'll have to get them to you somehow, man. They're they're I I I, I like them. <laughs> and I always I always try to keep some on hand and I, I got a ro- rotating logo that I I try to use a different one like every six months or every year. But yeah, I got I got two new podcast stickers. That'd be cool.
1: A new one to slap on my thermos.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what a lot of people do. <laughs> yep. Um, what uh, so what do you listen to heavy these days? Do you got anything particular that you just like, do you like just have a random yeah, list, or yeah. do you just like okay, um, I, I need to start off with this, you know?
1: Like, I well, I do Spotify, and nice. um, and so like I have one list, it's just my life song, and um, then it pulls up my favorites, and um, but Lana Del Rey. She's been popping up a lot lately, and she's one of my favorites. And the summertime sadness, especially, and I don't know, it's just something I can stroll to or go for a walk during lunch, or I don't know. And it's just real, real thought provoking. And I, um, what's it called again? I don't know. you, You have summertime sadness.
0: Okay, sorry, I'm I'm looking up her music right now, so I've. Oh, here it is. Oh, there it is. I'm not sure if I heard this one. Yeah,
1: on. listen, it's really.
0: Good. Yeah. Hold on. For some reason, it's not popping up. I'm just gonna type in that the name of the song, actually.
1: Yeah, anytime, baby. I'm And I'm such a fool for summertime songs, too. Any song that has oh. summertime in it, whether it's like DJ Jazzy Jeff and his summertime song. Oh, right? I like,
0: love that song. That's or, how ha- like, that, has, that just has to be played every summer, you know?
1: Yeah, and, and I don't know, like summertime. There's, there's always summer over. You know, it's just good stuff. And those yeah. summertime songs always get me. Mm-hmm. My,
0: uh, What's your ringtone right now? Do you have music um, or just, no, just run in the mill, whatever music. comes with it?
1: Yeah, it just run
0: of the mill. Almost year round. I try to change it, but like for the most part, <laughs> my ringtone is Bananarama's Cruel Summer.
1: <laughs> Love that song. <laughs> Love that song. And it always, it always made me. Um, that makes me think of when i was younger and like all of my friends were going on vacation like when was gone on vacation he was in ketchikan doing her thing like all my friends were gone on vacation someplace but i was fucking poor and had to stay in metlakatla and it was a cruel summer yeah all my friends were gone (laughs) yeah but me fucking metlakatla taking care of my siblings doing nothing like yelling and cleaning
0: cleaning go to your auntie's house and clean fuck go to your cousins what the fuck are you doing get out of the house (laughs) what was your first job
1: my first job god i used to babysit of course everybody had their babysitting job and i babysit my cousins i used to babysit jd and darcy for a dollar and like darcy was like three months old and jd was like 11 months and like he couldn't even walk and there's like two little tiny babies that i was responsible for at the age of thirteen, and I was paid getting paid a dollar an hour and my mom i got I got paid my first um my first paycheck for that, yeah. and it was I think she paid me something like sixty bucks or something, and I came home and my mom. She's like, so how much did she pay you? And I was like, 60 bucks. And she was like, what? <laughs> and my mom was so mad. And my mom was so mad. She went to go and see my auntie and she was like, you only paid her 60 bucks for all that two weeks? She babysat for you? That's not right. And so they squabbled and went back and forth and my mom negotiated an extra 50 cents for me.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. All right, mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I got a buck 50 for taking care of two babies under the age of one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, dude, that's crazy, man. Different times, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like imagine trusting a thirteen-year-old right now with two little tiny babies.
0: Yeah, how would you feel about Th-
1: that? That wouldn't happen. Yeah. that would not happen now.
0: Fuck, man, that thirteen-year-old would be streaming what the fuck was going on on Facebook or Instagram? <laughs> Probably Instagram, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. So, did you work at the Egg House when you got older? Oh yeah. You did, huh? Yeah,
1: soon as I got old enough. As soon as I got old enough, um, and I was born in September, and so well all of my friends and oh, my grade were working shit. in the egg house already, I remember like after summer was over and everybody um, came back to everybody came to school, and everybody had been working all summer and making money, and oh, and I remember because freaking Roy Briggs Briggs was working <laughs> at the egg house and they made so much money and. Was it Roy? I don't know. Like they all came back and they all had like all kinds of new stuff and here so I was still fifteen and I couldn't work and do that yet and so oh, I was no. kind of bummed. But yeah. And <laughs> but I remember working at the egg house and I worked there. There is um Wendy of course and yeah. um Wendy, Wendy is like my lifelong buddy, like anywhere we went. Like it didn't matter if we were at church or the egg house or whatever. And then who else was there? I remember Lori Buxton was our their boss her and CC he stands and um oh man they were crazy they're so much fun to work with
0: there was so like
1: I was cutting up doing something
0: <laughs> there was did you i used to go there for the three o'clock break and get hot chocolate and a and a cookie even like when i was oh. really young do you remember those
1: yeah
0: and uh so i'd always i'd always be like oh man and then uh so 30 years ago, I, I had my first official job that I got taxed on, right? Well, yes, Litter Patrol, but whatever. I worked at Tech one Air in the summer of 1993. And uh, I had friends that were working the slime line and whatnot, you know, and, and the egg house, obviously. But um, I, I was doing a delivery one time, and Scott Limbo was like, hey, man, I'm going to drop you off. It's almost 3 o'clock. Do you just want – I was like, could I walk – Back after three o'clock break and he yeah bring me a cookie <laughs> and he was joking obviously <laughs> bring me a cookie. yeah uh-huh. so I ran down there found my friends found Terrence and Adam saw my aunt and uncle everybody was outside bullshitting and then it was time to go back and I ran and grabbed Scott a cookie because I wasn't 16 yet I didn't turn 16 until August of that year and so I, I grabbed Scott his cookies and then I went back walked to Air, handed it to him and um but yeah, I remember going there and watching people ice up people trying to snag sharks from the dock, you know? <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah.
1: Man. I remember um I remember what do I remember? I remember the garbage the garbage pickup guys always making their rounds and like <laughs> I remember Frank Faber always trying to pick up the girls.
0: Oh then, shit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, and a, man. and, and <laughs> um, they would always send their workers that couldn't handle the timeline at the end of the season because it was real stink. Oh, yeah. And so they would send those girls to the egg house. And, oh, shit. Um, then, what else was that? Oh, and then there were always the cute guys that worked on the tenders that would wander in once in a while to unload.
0: Oh man, and there it, there was there was a lot of uh, a lot of business back then, huh?
1: Yeah, and then the cold storage was going the same time, and Fucking um, air. and it was it was good to work at the cold storage because they paid you an extra I don't know seventy five cents or an extra dollar per hour if you worked at the cold storage. Holy shit! And it was nice too because it was cold when it Fuck especially yeah. was hot out in July. It was nice and oh, cold in there.
0: Going there and in just instant relief, man! I remember walking in there just to pass through to get to the office. <laughs> like, I don't got to go this road, but it's fucking hot as fuck today, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, man. What? Uh, I'm trying to think of what else there. What um, What else? Uh, I remember.
1: Oh, but, okay. I have one more story, but I no. have one more story. Okay, so when I was working at the cannery, I remember working at the cannery, and I was probably 18. Yeah, I was 18, then and it was right after I started dating Conrad. Conrad was 27 back then. Okay. And then, but Stretch was, Stretch was the boss.
2: Okay. And
1: um, I remember working on the slime line, and it started to get towards the end of the season. And it started to be, like, end of July, and, like, it was getting really stink. And, okay. Um, and um, she knew that Conrad and I were seeing each other, and I went and asked her if she could move me to another... Job that wasn't so stink, and she kind of looked at me, and she knew what I was doing. And, <laughs> I, was <laughs> uh, sure, and I, I said, it, "I said it'd be nice to work someplace where I didn't have to wear an apron, yeah, and and I could just wear my tennis shoes." And just and she <laughs> and so she sent me over to um, was it to rack Toast, um, or to put sticks down? Oh, i had to put shit. sticks down, um, by the by the warehouse. Oh they would shit. Rack yeah, they would rock the toast and, um, I yeah, forgot about that, but i took sticks for, yeah. And so when Conrad would come down and bring me something to drink and, um, bring me a snack or something, then he'd, he'd, he would, oh, you changed jobs? I was like, yeah, I asked him off the mom to switch me back here. And he kind of looked at me like, oh, I was like, oh well.
0: <laughs> I fucking, uh,. That lady was all over the place, man. Um, I used to go up there with Adam and borrow fucking VHS tapes when Jim Rowan was with her at the time.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And because uh, he had a very detailed fucking booklet of a bunch of movies. But we went there one time and I was like, Hey Adam, can we go to your grandma's so we could borrow some movies? And he's like, Yeah. Yeah, let's go up there, man. And it's after Sunday school, it's eleven o'clock and I just if I had a tie I would have taken my tie off because I was just like oh just over this you know (laughs) and we were walking there and like knocked on the door and she opened the door and she's like hey boys what's going on and I was like we're here to borrow some movies and then Adam leaned over (laughs) and he's like my grandma's sick and lost her voice that's why she's whispering (laughs) And,
2: and you could tell she just wanted to laugh so hard
0: you know and she's smiling real big and waved us in and We went back to Larry and Opal's place and like, it was just like oddly quiet and it was never oddly quiet whenever we were, we were there and like walked in and like, I walked in and I saw Larry's like, Hey Larry, he had this big smile on his face and he's like, did you want to stay the night and eat dinner? Bruce and I wanted to say fuck you, but I started laughing really hard. And Opal's like, "You didn't know she was sick, did you? Think she just liked to whisper? Do you think stretch whispers?"
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was
1: like, yeah, "She used to get those visitors all the time. People were always coming by to bum VCR tapes from Jim Rowan. Jim Rowan is actually the first guy in Metlakatla to have a satellite dish.
0: You remember that, huh? I used to go up there and watch yeah. wrestling." and uh stretch would always have a bunch of food out for everybody and like everybody got got fed up there this is was pretty cool man <laughs> that's that a huge satellite dish though right
1: yeah that, that said, was um she said she said that when she remembers after he had it installed and he was inside and he's like geez why does it keep getting fuzzy it keeps going out i don't know what the heck is going on And she said they looked out in the front yard and there's kids rocking back and forth on it, (laughs) playing on it. (laughs) Uh, Uh,
0: Res kids, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is awesome, man. There was, uh, so like in 97, right. I was working with Lewis, Lewis Buxton and, uh, he was, uh, We were working at Air, and we used to have to – it's crazy, man. We used to have to write out the list of UPS deliveries that we had, name, address, whether – remember Cash on Delivery, COD? Oh, yeah. Whether it was COD or not, but we had to get signatures, and he was writing them up, and he's like, hey, man, you mind if I do this one? And I was driving, and said, oh, which one is it? Oh, it stretches. I was like, yeah, okay. I didn't really think anything of it other than stretch was just – Kind of a ray of sunshine, you know, and people, whatever. Uh-huh. So I was sitting in in the van, and um, you know, I used to smoke cigarettes. I could tell you exactly. What I, was doing. I was fucking lit up a cigarette. Saw so him knock on the door, and then like his head was down, you know, and then he looked up at her, and I could see her see him saying something there, and then she smiled real big and gave him a hug, and he gave her a hug back, and he walked down smiling. I was like, oh shit, what, what's going on, man? He said, oh. So I was drunk uh, a few nights ago I think. and um I was fighting with my brothers and we ended up rolling around in her yard and Stretch came out in her <laughs> moo moo and was hitting us with the with her broom yelling at us you guys are brothers stop fighting and I told her to fuck off and like oh, oh my god and I just oh my god. I, he's like I just felt so, I've been feeling so bad and so I just Aww. I had to apologize to her and she just gave me the biggest hug and she wasn't even mad at me.
2: <laughs>
0: and uh, I th- I thought of that after after old Louie passed, you know, it's just like, oh man, you know. Um what uh so besides how do you say your name Lana? Lana Del Rey? Lana Len-
1: Oh yeah, Lana Del Rey.
0: What what's um, another song cute. you're rocking right now that whether it's just on your shuffle or if you're like like you go for I think another another workout. one of these
1: um, Yeah. Okay, so one that I that I enjoy that gets yes. me
0: going is
1: um Harvey Danger. Harvey um Danger. flagpole,
0: flagpole. flagpole sitter. Flagpole
1: yeah. That one gets me going.
0: That's a good song, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. If yeah, if I'm going with uh the cardio then that one is on the top of my list.
0: That's a good fucking song, man. I forgot about this song. Damn, this was another late '90s fucking just awesome song.
1: Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Damn. You got you got some good taste, my friend. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, this is this is a good fucking like. Like, there's that meme that's going around. It's like, oh, when someone says like ten years ago, I think of the '90s, and it's like, no, that's thirty years ago, <laughs> you know. That's me. That's yeah.
1: exactly what I think. I'm like, what? Yeah, years ago. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. There's. Uh, yeah. Are you sure about that?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doing need... the math.
0: Yeah. And it's just like, God damn it, they're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was literally um, last summer when I was driving down Samo Creek and um, I heard it on the radio and they said um, something about the 90s and it was. 30 years ago and I was like the heck what <laughs> and I like and I did the math yeah. and I was like oh my gosh <laughs> <sighs> well, I think mean, I need to take, hold on I, oh my goodness and I just kind of yeah I had a moment yeah I was like wow this is going by too fast yeah, I'm having like a realization right now this is oh, come on oh. slow down life it's going by. It, it,
0: it is nuts so my daughter came home and she's 24 now and it's like we usually on her birthdays, she's like oh man you know i'm this age and blah 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 i'm like damn i remember when i was your age i was raising you <laughs> you know <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so it's man. just i just blinked i fucking blinked and my daughter's in closing in on her mid-20s now you know <laughs> it's uh right. it happens quick you know something too is uh you came up in a conversation at my job because someone, one of my coworkers was asking me how long I've been wearing glasses. And I was like, oh, my grandma mm-hmm. bought me my first prescription in 2001. Uh, and I'm like, oh man. I said, yeah. So like, what is that? 21 years ago. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, but, <laughs> but during the physicals, they were at the, uh, at the weight room in 1995 and you were working at the clinic and, um, You're like, all right, Bruce, we got to test those eyeballs of yours. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I could, I knew shit was like a little bit how it wasn't anymore, you know? And Mm -hmm. I I did the left eye and I did the right eye and you looked at me and you're like, you need to make an appointment and get yourself some glasses. All right. (laughs) And I was just like, (laughs) ah, fuck, man. Uh, And you're like, yeah, you're going to, you need some glasses. Like, you were looking at my chart from the previous year, like this is what they were last year and this is what it is now. That's a pretty big dip. You need to tell your mom to make you an appointment and get your glasses. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I was like, Yeah, ain't telling my mom I ain't wearing glasses.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that was me. Are you sure? I don't think it's me think you're thinking of. Yeah. I don't recall ever doing um, eye exams in 95. In 95 I was I was working at the mini mart probably with your mom.
0: Are you sure? I'm all, I, sure. Are you? Fuck, man. Maybe
1: you're thinking of Jody Lee's Was it Jody?
0: No, of? no. She's my cousin. She would have just slapped me and told me to go mm. get glasses. <laughs> Damn, all these years mm. I thought it was you. I forgot my mom. Was Is somebody she, I, that had long hair? Did I have long hair or did, or did you Oh, have, no.
1: Was it uh, somebody? Did I have long hair?
0: I, I think so. It was because mm. uh, I thought you had started working there because I always thought I always pictured you alongside Quinnen's mom. I thought, you know,
1: Junan. Yeah, that was after two thousand one.
0: That was after 2000? That was
1: after two. Th- I thought... was after two... Yeah, fuck? CG was, was one that? when I started working at the clinic.
0: But you, but oh, so and you... even
1: then, I didn't work in the clinic. I worked over in administration.
0: Damn, why did I associate that person with you? <laughs> hmm. I don't even know who the Let fuck it see. was then, man. I could have swore it was you. All <laughs> <time>. I, <swear laughs> I remember being like. Glasses, man. Fuck that. You know, and like I, I was walking with Merle's, man, I just got told I need to get glasses. And he's like, yeah, nerd.
1: Man, <laughs> yeah, you must have been blind if you thought it was me. <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, I need glasses. Trust oh. me, man. <laughs> um, Like, because uh, do you remember when they put up the digital clocks in the high school and they had that one small digital clock up above the scores table in the high school gym?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Man, so yeah, like, I couldn't read for anything. I had the
0: worst eyes. Yeah, so like all the way up through junior year, I could always read that crystal clear. And then, like when the when we went back to school in '95, in like late August, I I was uh, looking up there with Danny, and I was just like, "Fuck, what time is it, man?" And he's like, "What the fuck are you blind?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, they told me I need to get glasses." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I guess it wasn't you, man. I'm going to have to fucking go retell that story and try to track this fucking person down, man. <laughs> hmm. nope, was you? Me? Yeah, apparently it was not you. It was nuts, too, man. Shit, and you did work with my mom at the... Uh,
1: we had so much fun. We
0: probably had way too much fun.
1: <laughs> it was when your sisters were real little. Oh, it was when your shit. sisters really little. And, um... And, um... She'd come in and she'd say, ah, oh, damn, I can't, I got to bring the girls to, um, I got to bring the girls to Eddie. Yeah. And I said, I said, Eddie takes care of the girl? And she says, yeah. And I, and I, I said, so what do you think about that? She's like, it's cool. It's cool. I said, yeah. And I said, well, what do they call him? And she, she, I said, did they call him dad? <laughs> and they said, no, they call him, they call him Uncle Eddie.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. They and she's like, and they're always so happy to go. Yeah, we're going to Uncle Eddie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So like uh (laughs) when when they were over here, they'd be with my mom and like Carly would come over and they would see Carly interacting with her Uncle Bruce. And so they just started calling him Uncle Bruce. And then it was like, Oh, there's Uncle Eddie. Like, um, you're fucking right, man. You know what it was is um when you were working at mini mart back then you guys made the best pizza and you guys sold it by the slice and you could pay it yeah. either the front or the back and when i broke well,
1: my slide went into a box real quick yeah send it out.
0: yeah Yeah. i would um when i broke my ankle me and merle went there for lunch almost every day and we get two slices of pizza each and uh that's I guess I associated with you th- with that because we saw you every day at lunchtime. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: Dude, that pizza was the yeah. bomb back then, man. I don't know what the fuck you guys were doing with it, man, but it fucking had me and Merle hooked that we needed. Perfect. It was perfect. Like.
1: Yeah, it was always perfect. The crust was like not too thin, not too thick.
0: Oh, it's and perfect.
1: Just, you know, cheese and
0: pepperoni. Yeah, it was good. So I, I got a question for you. Do you remember mm-hmm. Harbor Lights Pizza here in Ketchikan?
1: Yeah, I remember Harbor Lights and I remember Pizza Pete.
0: Oh man. They had the they had some cool arcade games there, man. So so when you were growing up, I, 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 did you hang out at um at uh, the arcade a lot in Matlacatla?
1: Yeah, I did, just because that was the place to hang out. I wasn't really into video games, and actually, pole position was my game. I love playing pole position, and that's where I learned how to drive. I learned how to drive on pole position, and I still drive like that to this day. I'll come upon a harsh corner, like uh, a really hard corner, uh, and I'll, like, hit the gas. Instead of, like, hitting the brake, I'll hit the gas and go around the corner, like, yeah, leaning my shoulders.
0: <laughs> you know what's crazy is... Uh, is yesterday because facebook memories pop up and it shows what you posted a year ago all the way up to almost when you first get on facebook right and Mm -hmm. uh, i had posted a gif from pole position and it's just i was like dude i fucking love this fucking game it's over in the corner at merv haven's arcade if you people remember where the pool table was remember that in the back part kind of i fucking love that game man Dude, that's a fun game. (laughs) That's how you learn how to drive right there. (laughs) Fuck, man. Oh, shit. Hello? Oh, we're going to call her back. Hold on, peeps.
1: Your call has been forwarded to an automatic (laughs) voice message system.
0: Oh, we're going to try again. (laughs) That's the first time ever in the history of this podcast that I can't, I know it happened with Merle one time. So I got to take that back. We're going to try again. Peeps. There we go. Let's see if it goes through.
1: Hey, Hello? we got dropped.
0: <laughs> hey buddy. I kept talking.
1: Okay. <laughs> I was in the middle of a story. I'm telling you about the arcade. Yeah. Okay. I'm and listening. So, carry on, right. carry on. Okay. Okay, and and so there was always the older guys that in the, in high school that would show up with like the flat pencil, you know, the carpenter's pencil, yep. and they would go over to the one game and to, so they could use their pencil for leverage to go back and forth on the buttons really fast.
0: Track and field. Um, it
1: was like track and field. Yeah, track and field. <laughs> and they were always like pulling their flat pencil out of the back pocket, and <laughs> you knew they meant business when they pulled out their flat pencil.
0: So uh, I work at Madison now And obviously we sell those So like whenever someone hands them to me Like if they start talking Like I fucking put that in my hand And I just start tapping it on the Exactly like that And it's always like Man I wish I could play track and field right now (laughs) That back to that too Because they had a jukebox there right Yeah
1: a real
0: jukebox Like I when you were talking about the man. and you were like, "Yeah, well, it's an app and you get to play it now. But like, I love it when there's a jukebox at, at a, like there was a pizza place here and, and they had a jukebox. I was like, no fucking way, man. So I went and looked for like the oldest song that I could find and fucking play it, man. Cause then it just, the nostalgia
2: fucking, mm-hmm.
0: and it's just like, oh shit, go sit down, wait for my pizza, <laughs> you know?
1: Okay. Oh, go ahead. Finish no, no, no. I, I, I I'm all ears, man. Tell me, tell me your oh, okay. So the arcade. Yeah. Yep. My, my, my song that makes me think of um at the arcade at um Mervin Haven's arcade is Duran Duran. i oh, You like a wolf. Oh shit! That's it's the still, best song yeah. ever, man. <laughs> that like, is I was like, a good song. Yeah. Still,
0: man. Oh, that's yeah. a good song, man. I love that song still. I love that song. That's a good fucking song. Hold on a second. Okay. It um, it sucks that you can't hear it, but like when when I uh, this this will post on Sunday, you should be able to 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 hear it then, hopefully. Okay. But that's a fucking awesome song, still, man. I.
1: Uh, Duran Duran, yeah.
0: That's where it's at, right? So they had a comeback in 1993. With uh, ordinary world, remember and come undone.
1: Oh yeah, come undone is a good one.
0: That's a good fucking song, still, right? That mm-hmm. that song came on. I was rolling with my mom at the beginning of this month, and she's like, "Oh, I had this cassette tape." I was like, "Yeah, I know. I stole it from you." <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's
0: like I brought it to the dance so Terrence could play it, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right to the dance so Terrence could play it.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> it fucking... You
1: guys had Terrence and we had Cookie.
0: Yeah. And then, uh damn, that's fucking nuts, huh? What, uh... Oh. What uh, what else did you like on the jukebox there? Like, what if you're like, oh, it's my turn. And mm-hmm. let's say that song wasn't available for some reason, even though more than likely was. Like, what was another song you'd like to play?
1: Dang. I can't even think of it. Yeah. Other than that, Yeah, I can't think of another one.
0: There was um. two, two. There, I mean, I like most of the games there. They had that Star Wars game there when you were Luke and the X-Wing fighter. And then they had a fucking awesome space game called Zaxxon that I really liked. That was a lot of fun.
1: That sounds familiar. Yeah. That sounds
0: familiar. And uh, I was one of those kids, because I didn't have money, I would uh, get on my hands and knees and crawl around and look for the quarters that the cool kids in high school would drop by accident, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Adam would be like, oh, I found one. Duh. Oh, it's a Canadian quarter. <laughs> it's a canadian (laughs) (laughs) footage. and it wouldn't work in in our machines remember
1: (laughs) go and exchange it and like mervyn eyeball you he'd switch it out but he'd eyeball
0: you that's fucking funny man there's uh there's uh shit i gotta actually uh, i got a quick mervyn haven story so like he used to I, i didn't know this about him i guess he he was um you like to play tricks on people. And like my brother was like, Holy fuck, man. Merv's like, shit. I hope he's not dead. He was like sprawled out like on the hood of a car or something, you know? And my brother went over there and was like going to check on him. And it's like, as soon as he was like going to nudge him, like Merv jumped up and it was like, "Ah!" and then Milo like <laughs> and Merv's like I oh, thought I was dead huh
2: <laughs> and Milo's like I couldn't do anything but
0: laugh cause like who would have thought and he's like I like to do that
2: <laughs> but, um,
0: there was uh so like my mom was like really really protective of me and like wouldn't let me go there alone for a long time to the arcade and um so I was like let me go let me go and like oh I'm gonna come with you and I was always just like mom you know (laughs) and so my dad would be like well I'll give you ten dollars you could use that in quarters like damn that that's a lot of video games but my mom's gonna be like right behind me the whole time you know (laughs) (laughs) and so i would go there and like I'd be waiting in line and then like Because normally, like, uh, let's say on the track and field, because there'd be a lineup and you put your quarters up top to let you know you're next. Like, the kids, the older kids wouldn't let me or Adam go. And so my mom was there. She'd always be like, All right, it's not your turn anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll bet you I know who those kids are too. Like Eli Milton. Yep. And uh, who else was always there?
0: Gerald. Being
1: thugs. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I mean, every now and then I'll, oh. I'll I'll post something about it on on Facebook and Gerald will laugh and I'll be like, come on, man, let, let's, let's play track and field together. Let's see who's better now.
1: Oh, I remember Gerald and John Henry wearing their members-only jackets. And oh,
0: their, like, shit, man. <laughs> collar, was the collar popped?
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> no folding that collar down.
0: You know what's crazy is like... A lot of things are fucking back. The mullet, the permed mullet's back. The perm top hair is a weird thing now. I mean, I guess it's obviously not for me, but like I see kids rocking not the members only, but like knockoff members only jackets now, you know? Really? <laughs> yeah. It's like, damn, it's like me and Adam will always be like, I don't fuck a members only coat, man. What the fuck? <laughs>
1: man. Members only coats and parachute pants. Oh, were so shit. good.
0: So good. Were they the tapered parachute pants?
1: Yeah, but of course, There's, there ain't no bootcut parachute pants. They're always the tapers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's one fashion I did not get behind, man. I remember my cousin Johnny rocked those and then like the hammer pants, remember those?
1: Your cousin Johnny.
0: David? Yeah. No, no. Johnny Leashall, Malonzo. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. I I remember him sporting up pair of those. Yeah, okay.
0: all the time, man. Me and Merle still like hey man where's your hammer pants at and he just <laughs> <pups>. <laughs>
1: hammer pants hammer pants and parachute pants are different yeah parachute pants are from like the mid-80s
0: yep
1: hammer pants are from the early 90s
0: 1990 <laughs> big fucking hammer pants man those were our quote-unquote parachute pants you know <laughs> <laughs> now i had a fucking mullet until january of 93 and like so my dad still has Never my died. freshman Dollar. year. Yeah, my my dad has our all of our freshman year portraits up. You know, and uh-huh. um, I just got back from vacation, so I was like feeling myself right. And uh-huh. I and I got my Guns N' Roses shirt on, have my mullet, just fucking looking all kinds of good in my mind. And I got my chained earring with a skull at the end showing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> and that was September. Good of 92. Luck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh my auntie Evie always would add like I'd like come back from a vacation. She's always or... styling. Yeah. So cool. And she was like, I was like, Auntie, I got a new patch. Could you put it on there? She's like, Yeah, bring your coat up. And I'd run up to my auntie Evie's and Uncle Pat's and I'd show them my new Guns N' Roses patch. And I <laughs> I had I had two two jean jackets of guns and roses, man
1: oh man
0: like cool th- the other one you I, know, I, oh go ahead I'm sorry go ahead the
1: coolest jean jacket the coolest jean jacket that I ever saw was um Scott Hudson came back from Seattle um he <sighs> was in uh, Seattle and he came back and he had this sleeveless jean jacket and underneath <sighs> it he wore this black leather jacket and it was the coolest <sighs> look I had ever seen
0: that- and I still remember it <laughs> That was intimidating to see as a kid, man. And Scott was the nicest guy, too, you know? Yeah, and yeah. And he had his free-flowing mullet. I remember him wearing that, and it's just like, that is fucking awesome. That is better than a fucking, what do you call those? Those letterman's jackets that people get in high school? Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I thought his is where it was at, because I remember Tucker had one when the sleeves were gold, you know? yeah and uh but the the jacket you're talking about i was just like that's where it's at
1: <laughs> yeah Yep, I think between that one and I remember Pammy at least had this really cool slouchy jean jacket with the little patches on it, oh, and shit. she just looked adorable when she wore it. It was the coolest jacket.
0: That shit, I bet you that's in one of your yearbooks, man.
1: <laughs> it probably is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was so like you know because they'd always post pictures of like the uh, the December dance, the snowball, and then you at the end you'd see the prom pictures and everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, it, what, at one of your guys' prom, that some guy, you know, whoever the photographer was, took a picture, and, like, Pam was dancing, and it said, doing the Pammy Shuffle. So, as I got older, and I started going to parties and, like, go to the town hall dance on the 7th, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I rolled up there, and I just turned 21, and I saw, you know, Pam talking everybody, and so I went over and said hi. I was like, hey, Pam. You want to go do the Pammy shuffle with me, and she fucking couldn't have been nicer. She started laughing so hard, she was like, and she she pushed me, and she was like, that was in the yearbook. I was like, I remember that, man. And she just started laughing, and I think she was still with Kevin at the time and uh she was like oh my god he just asked me if he wanted to go do the pammy shuffle and i was just wasted you know i, don't know. <laughs> I was like come on let's go do the pammy shuffle and i was trying to strike the same pose as she had in the yearbook
1: <laughs> yeah we um well they, she was a year older than me but when she was a senior or she was a she was a let me see, i was a sophomore she was a junior and Crean was a senior Okay. But I remember traveling during that time in high school with basketball and Pam was just, Oh, she was so good to be like, how is with We were always housed together and uh, i nice. like at this building across the way, but we would all huddle into this room and I don't know, play truth or dare until <laughs> one in the morning. And she always came up with the best stuff. And I'm, um, and even if she's listening to it right now, she's like, "Oh my god, Audrey, don't say it!" <laughs> but, yeah, she used to come up with the best dares.
0: <laughs> <laughs> were you Were you on the mischiefs team when you guys placed like second or third at state? Were you on that team?
1: Candy, I remember Candy, Sheer and Cream when Cream was Cream Houston, and oh man, they're a beast. Oh, they're so good, and um, the whole fucking town was remember...
0: always listening to it. Like I remember the town celebrating. Well, yeah, it, I it remember was, That was crazy, right?
1: Yeah, I because I, I remember I wasn't gonna play that year and I was just gonna not do anything again and Queen was like, No, you're gonna play, I don't care, you're gonna do this and I was like, Well ah. so they probably wouldn't let me play Queen. She was like, I don't care, you're gonna do it anyways Yeah And so she like took me under her wing between her and Candy they took me under their wing, they were seniors and so whenever I was housed somewhere, or even during regionals and states, they were all always like, lottery's oh, with us. Yeah. And so we would all be around know, together. And, um, but I remember that. And I remember candy being at, we were at state and um, it was semifinals. And oh, um, it was semifinals and candy could like stick a three, like that, like no problem. Like throw the ball at three point line out on the corner and like, she threw it up and it was going in like she was on oh, that night i man. think she probably had i think she had like nine or eleven three-pointers that game <laughs> she shit. was so hot that night and um we won that game and then um we were all staying in the same room and Queen came in and championship game it was the day of the championship came in and her and, and Bob Houston had taken her shopping and got her some new basketball shoes. Oh. And she's like, check these out. And we we're like, oh, sweet. He's like, I'm wearing them tonight. You're gonna bring me luck. Fuck yeah. And we are like, I was, and I was like, oh, okay. And so I, I said, bring your old shoes with you, just, just in case. And so sure enough, um, we get into warm ups and she's of course like running up and down the hall, trying to break them in and getting used to them. And then we get into warm ups. And she's like, ah, oh, damn, these are tight. Oh, and no. then she's messing with them. And then so we're, like, in the first quarter, and she comes out, and, like, coach calls out, timeout, timeout, full time out, And she comes over to the bench, and she freaking tears off her oh, shoes. She's no. like, I can't play. She tears them <laughs> off, and she puts on her old shoes. She's like, I can't. They're fucking killing my feet. <laughs> oh, And... <yeah. laughs> uh. and yeah, that was that was a good time. I remember that. And I was a sophomore, and they were seniors. And um, oh dang, that makes me think of a song. Okay, um, what is it? Um,
0: Talk to me, goose.
1: Um, um Wild Wild West. Oh uh, shit!
0: That uh, not the Will Smith uh, one, but the Escape Club, right?
1: Yeah, Escape Club. Wow! Wow! It, it, it's pretty
0: remember, while you talk, I remember just So you know.
1: And oh, okay. And yeah. I remember like driving with Karina in her chevette, and it's winter, and it's snowing, and roads are icy, and she's coming around the corner, um, going down the graveyard. We're heading towards the graveyard, but she takes a hard left to go up the hill, and she like spins and does donuts, <laughs> and she's with a stick shift, and oh, she, shit. like, and we're in her chevette, and we're like, we haul ass up the hill there and oh man it was just so much fun in that chevette <laughs> oh shit, and she was always blaring this and this song was always blaring <laughs>
0: oh shit, man <laughs> i remember this song man <laughs> oh shit that is awesome man that's a great fucking memory to have right yeah Fuck, that is awesome man um mm-hmm. did you ever hookie, bob
1: Oh, yeah. Like when we hooky bobbed, we had to wear like the cheap plastic bottom shoes because they were the slippery. Yep. And I remember hooky bobbing with uh, Tina Marsden. Tina Mars and off back then. Oh, yeah. And like, the roads were icy. Yeah. And she'd come by and pick me up, and I'd put on my cheap shoes, the plastic <laughs> bottoms, and like, yeah, just put on extra socks to keep our feet warm. Yeah. And yeah, go out hooky bobbing and slide all over the place. <laughs> I
0: remember being scared the first time and, uh,
1: after a while, your feet catch, right?
0: yeah, and you, you know what to do, yeah, yeah. And I was just so scared, man. And my cousin Johnny was always like, You gotta do it, you gotta do it, man. It's so much fun. And like, uh, we were just up that it was, uh, by the elementary school, you know, the one that leads you down <laughs> to Mini Mart and everything. We just got up to the little hill, like that little top of the hill there where the teen center was, <laughs> and oh, yeah. uh we were walking and, and i was just like well i guess it just isn't gonna happen you know and uh he's like oh shit, right there man and he's he, like because i always <laughs> thought we were gonna have to do it marty mcfly style from back to the future and sneak on and hold on you know to uh-huh. an unsuspecting guy who's driving <laughs> so i was like okay man let's do what marty mcfly does except without a skateboard Okay, I can do this. And then Johnny flags his purse down. He'll do it. He'll do it. I was like, who the fuck is going to let us do it? He's like, Conrad will, man. And uh, he's like, what's up, man? And Johnny's like, we're going to Hookie Bob, man. He's like, hold on, boys. And I was like, oh, shit, man. So then I fucking had probably my strongest death grip on his tailgate going down that road. And he, he started off slow and then he started going to speed limit. And I just remember like, cheeks were clenched on my end you know i was so fucking scared man and i i chickened out and i let go right by the old nba bank there because my grandma's house is right there <laughs> and i said what the fuck you doing and he let go <laughs> And got mad at me. And he's like, We're almost at the kill Martin's or DNA's DNA's, whatever it was called back then, you know?
1: Back then. Uh-huh.
0: That was, yeah, I just remember thinking, like, oh, this is my Marty McFly moment. I'm gonna fucking do it. He mm-hmm. did with his Volterra skateboard. <laughs> Except I'm not gonna have a skateboard. That was so much fun, man. Like did you uh
1: cookie bobbing was so good.
0: Dude, yeah. Did you uh did you go up to Romy's Lake a lot after um because you could almost reach it. Through, yeah, through Hain Street, you just gotta walk a little bit, and then yeah, yeah, and, and, we used to go up there. Yeah, I, I I remember the first time I went up there, I felt like, I felt like I was being let into the club for the first time. <laughs> and, yeah, uh,
1: I remember, uh, uh, Kathy Chalmers used to run around that place in ice skate and oh, oh man, she's look at oh she's still so good on her ice skate.
0: Oh and shit, that is we'd, cool, we'd be man. Up there.
1: I remember, like, watching her. She'd get going at probably be 9 o'clock at night, and all of a sudden, Cassie goes by, and, like, she's all warmed up, and she's wearing cutoffs <laughs> and her ice oh, skates, and she's just got her arms swinging, going fast.
0: And I'm like, oh my oh, gosh. She had a young Nancy Kerrigan in the, on the res, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she wasn't even Nancy Kerrigan. She's a little native uh, Tanya Harding. <laughs> oh, shit. <huh?
0: laughs>
1: there you go. She was, she was mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was uh, <laughs> I, I, there, Between I remember, her and Crystal. <laughs> oh, shit, man. I remember going up there. And like I said, the first time I went up there, I legit felt like I was being let into the Cool Kids Club, man. And. Again, I was with Johnny and he's like, Hey, man, people are going to be smoking. There's probably be some people drinking. I was like, Whoa, fucking drinking. Yeah, fucking bit (laughs) much. You know? (laughs) Then a fucking fight broke out and someone got DDT'd on the ice and got knocked the fuck out. Man, it's fucking wild, man. Like, holy shit, man. Are they all right? And Johnny's like, Fucking run. We're not standing here yeah. to see if he's all right. We're fucking running. We fucking booked it, man. <laughs> Got the fuck out yeah. of there.
1: We would stick around, and we kind of looked for blood on the ice. <laughs> so we were looking for like, their blood. Yeah. The blood on the ice. <laughs>
0: That's a great title for an album, man. Blood on the ice. <laughs> fucking A. There was... uh. The so the other thing, too, is... um. Is uh, what what if you don't mind? What what was your decision in 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 you running for mayor?
1: Oh, okay. So,
0: not to um, fucking jump into super serious, but
1: like, freaking got sick of voting for the lesser of two evils. Yeah, like got sick of it. Like, yeah. if, I knew that if I was sick of it, like the whole damn town had sick. Not the whole town, but the majority of the people were tired of just. This- picking like okay we're going to do the least amount of down
0: <laughs> yeah and, might as well go for him. and then because always the I, same same rotation of mayors yeah
1: you know? yeah and and so i well i worked at the clinic for 12 years or something and then purposefully took good job as a receptionist at the council chambers and like in the in my head though i was kind of like i'm gonna do this and, and i'm not gonna tell anybody but yeah. This is like my plan i think in my work i didn't even tell Con and um he's like you sure and i was like yeah i just i just want a job that's less stressful i, I want to be able to enjoy CJ while he's little and
2: do gotcha.
1: this and take some time he's like okay and so i took a huge pay cut and became a receptionist in council chambers and um then I just watched. I watched the flow of things. I watched dynamics. I watched how programs operated. I watched finance. I watched the mayor's office. I watched how enrollment was processed and everything. Like, I watched it all. It was, it was and I loved it. I thought it was yeah. the best thing, multitasking at its finest. And okay. Then, um, come, and it was an election year and, it was um, April or May. Okay. April or May, and I took that job in I think it was January. And I was sitting with Conrad on the couch, and I, um, I said, "You know, this year is an election year." And he said, "Yeah, yeah." I said, "Who do you think is going to run?" He was like, yeah, I'll see yeah. I was the old guys." Yeah. Said, "Yeah, I know. It sucks having to vote between the lesser of the evils, and I'm kind of sick of it." And I finally, I and then I, I said, "Well." What do you think about me running for mayor? Nice. And I just said it. Yeah. And then he kind of he just sat there and I was waiting for him to object and say, yeah. God, no, you don't want to fucking get into that. <laughs> yeah. And but he, he he thought about it. He he sat and he was quiet for like a good 10, 12 seconds and like that's very rare for Combat to not say anything <laughs> and, and sit there and think about it. And so and then he and then he finally said, I can't believe we didn't think of this before.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's a such a good idea, that's a good idea, I can't believe we didn't think of this before, you should do this, and I was like, okay, and we agreed that we weren't going to talk about it or mention it to anybody until I announced it on the 7th of August, and we had a plan after that, and I announced it on the 7th of August in the parade, and um, a lot of the people were excited, some were kind of like, what? Yeah. And um, taken aback, but um, yeah. The election happened and um the rest is history. Nice. And I have to I have to I have to um give my my hats also to Victor Vic Senior and he was always really good to me. He was the mayor when I was the receptionist and then when I became the mayor he um did his artist to like show me around and what the responsibilities were and all that good stuff. He was good to me and um, but it, 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 came with a lot though. You know that
0: percent, there, oh, there
1: were, yeah, the first female mayor, that was how I was, it was tough, but at the same time I walk away and it was also very fulfilling. Yes. And I do have one story that's okay. probably a little, um, it was the day after the election and my opponent that I had beat went walking by my receptionist desk into the mayor's office, and he was holding a piece of paper or a little booklet, and he just walked by, me, he didn't say hi, nothing, just kind of looked at me out of the corner of his eye, and just walked on by, and I said, huh, okay, well, good morning, yeah. and he walked in, they closed the door, they were in there all morning, and then, when he comes walking out, he doesn't have this booklet in his hand, but he goes walking out, doesn't say bye, doesn't say anything to me, and I go into... The executive secretary's office did that by Diana and I see her, she's got this booklet in front of her. I said, What is that? I saw I saw him bring it in there earlier and she said, Oh, it's the constitution. It's not like that this constitution, it's the original one. I said, Oh yeah, what were they doing with that? And she kind of looked at me and she didn't want to say it and I said, well, Now I want to know. What were they doing? What, yeah. what what is that? What what were they doing? She said, They were trying to find some something in it that says that a woman can't be the mayor of not the
0: cat. oh jesus christ
1: Yeah, and i was like oh okay this is the beginning i can see where this is going and so it, i i knew off the beginning like right off the bat that it was going to be um tough
0: was uh so when that happened we're you like okay it's so much worse than when i thought it could be like not not that yeah. you being the mayor i'm just talking about the mudslinging immediately like, it just got worse.
1: Like yeah. from there it got worse. Yeah. yeah. Um and, and, and the hard part was that that's not my nature and yeah. it's not my nature to mud thing. And so I didn't know anything about mud thing. I didn't know anything, anything about um like, like land or tactics. I didn't know about sure. that kind of stuff. And so I just knew how to work and I knew how to um make things happen and I knew it. I Man. I didn't know about that kind of stuff political keep political stuff, but I don't know. It, it it ultimately was very it was like I said, it was very fulfilling and I enjoyed it and there was a lot of conflict and I look back now and um
0: Hey you walked it like you I talk feel, it and so many yeah, people just talk yeah, it. I feel good. You know? I feel good about because there's yeah. there's always people out there that have the they're solving all the problems and it's they don't put forth the foot and fucking take that step to either run for council or eventually mayor, <laughs> you know, it's like, ah, oh, fucking need to do this, need to do that. Okay, then do it. Yeah. Ah, fuck that shit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, you know, hats off to you on that, you know, cause I, I would cross your path from time to time. I was living over here at the time, you know, mm-hmm. I was living in catch can. So like, I would just randomly run into you guys like the cape fox or some shit man <laughs> having dinner having uh-huh. um, having either dinner or breakfast again with adam <laughs> you know <laughs> um and then uh so you're you're in sitka now then huh? where did uh, your journey take you
1: so i got into human resource management and i um Jumped on with Silver Bay Seafoods um, in Metlakatla initially and did HR for them there in Melakahtna. And then the contract um, ceased um, with the next mayor. They made sure that that went to an end. Like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah that ended. And, yeah, like, um, immediately. Then, <laughs> so, yeah, the this, this following year, actually. Yeah. And um, then from there, Silver Bay had me go out to Falls Pass out by the Aleutians and I did HR management out there for I was on contract with them for a couple of years and I was it was during um April of 2020 yep. and um it was right after COVID happened in March and I was leaving I was actually on the last boat out of False Pass and the fleet manager's name was Wojta and he was on the same um boat and flight as me too and he he said, what are you doing this summer? And I said, um, taking the summer off, actually. And yeah. um, we don't need you back here in False Pass until, until um, December, October, December for Whitefish. And he said, well, I need an HR manager out in um, Bristol Bay, out in knack for Copper River Seafoods. I've got to go with a contract out there. You want to be my HR? And I said, well, too soon. Yeah. I'll let you know. And so I ultimately ended up going out there and I'm doing HR for Copper River Seafoods. Um, with Voica and the team out there, and they were great. They were so good to me. And um, that was during COVID. And then I called Maxine after that contract was over, and Maxine is here in Sitka. And I said, Well, I've got this huge gap right now where, um, for at least like three or four months, that I don't have to do anything. And then it was even sooner after that, they said, Well, we're canceling whitefish out of podcast, so we're not going to need anybody until next salmon season. So, Max, I'm going to do some traveling. I'm going to um, head over to the East Coast. I kind of want to see Antiana. And I've got some friends in Puerto Rico now, and they invited me down there. And she was like, Audrey, there's a pandemic going on. You can't be flying around. <laughs> and I was like, Well, tickets are really cheap right now. And yeah. she was like, No, please come to Sitka. They're, you know, search is looking for an HR, and I know that you're qualified for it and uh, please come to Sitka and I need you and, and the only people that I get to have contact with um, and socialize with are the kids and Donovan and I love them so much but it would be so good to have you here especially now during the pandemic yeah and I heard this in her voice and I I said you really you really need me there don't you and she said yeah I, I do and I said stay hey, with us see you in a week okay yeah let me wrap up some things here and I'll go into North Carolina and pick up my truck, and um, I'll make my way to Sitka and so I came to Sitka, worked for Search for two years, and they transferred me over to Corporate in Juneau for a year. Did a job over there, that was fun. I Enjoyed that, and then um, my mom and dad fell ill, and I've
0: been back here since October of last year, Sitka,
1: and I like it here. Nice. And so now, um, place I did to come travel back to Sitka, for
0: basketball back in the day. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and so now when um, I came back to Sitka, I had to leave my position with Search because I couldn't um, um, do my job during oh. Sitka. It had it was based out of Juneau, and oh, okay. so I had to quit my job. And so when I came back here, I found a job, and we now I'm working with Clunkey Nahida ah. I work in tribal governments again, oh, and. My. It's nice to be working within tribal government. And the crazy thing is, is that my position requires me to know all of the programs and all of the application processes with everything. Like, imagine Met Lecau and all of their programs, employment and training, TiRO, everything. And, but I, it's my job to know all of it and to help the tribal citizen through the application process. And, but that's what I do now. And it's nice to watch a tribe actually really progress. Nice. and make headway and do good things for their tribal citizens and I kind of keep looking on over to Metla hoping that they'll catch on yeah. and they'll start doing some of this um, land buyback thing and um, do something with the casino and do something with the Um, legalization of the sale of alcohol by the way isn't supposed to be what it is right now. I think they're opening a liquor store and that wasn't the purpose of it. The purpose of it was to be able to sell alcohol within the casino so that we can entertain people that came in, tourists and stuff. It wasn't to open a liquor store in that hotel. I still remember. I just need to say that.
0: (laughs) I, I remember when it got put to damp in the fall of 2008 uh, my dad called me up and he was like, are you coming over anytime soon? I said, oh, I'm probably on this date. And he's like, cool, bring me booze. You can't get arrested for it now. <laughs> so uh, I think he wanted me to bring him some like some some Kentucky style liquor, you know.
1: Oh, the good
0: stuff, the good stuff, the good stuff. And uh, yeah, that's that's nuts, man. Um I forgot that the liquor store is being built right now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's what I heard. I was, when I was in Metal Cat, I, I, I mentioned it and drove past it. And it looks like, it was, yeah, something's going on. But, but that's just weird. I, I haven't heard anything definite, definite.
0: Yeah, from me either, man. Himself, it's always weird around the campfire, you know. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I always just say, man. Like, hey, man, just so you know, there's word around the campfire. What's that mean? Means yeah. means it's fucking word around the campfire, man. That ain't you know. It's not hundred percent. It's just fucking word around the campfire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. I think. Uh, oh shit! This is gonna be the longest <laughs> podcast. Oh my goodness! This is gonna be the longest almost podcast. Hours. Almost two hours. So I'll let you uh, go. Thank you for. Damn it! It is almost two hours. We'll just go the full minute here. Um, if you ever want to come on again, <laughs> just fucking let me know. And we could uh, hit any subject you want. I'm up to talk for anything. Um, what. Uh, being on the podcast. What. Um, what would you like here. To, to going forward. Because I'm probably going to have Merle back on. We're going to do some probably very specific episodes. <laughs> you know. Is there mm. anything like. Here? You know, oh, go ahead.
1: um yeah, I want to hear about. Um, and, and I don't hear about often enough i want to hear the uh, uh cultural things like like jack hudson like there's always crazy stuff that happened in jack hudson's class but then there's also the serious part where like jack taught us like um in traditional I I, ways yeah and,
0: he's another teacher i wish i i took and acted serious in his class you know yeah um Um, I am going to have my cousin, one of my cousins on and we're going to have, hopefully in the next few weeks, we're going to do all the whole episode is going to be about missing and murdered indigenous women. So that, yeah, yeah, so we're going to do that. And then I had Pookie on one time and I, he came up and uh, did a song for our family and my sister. And uh, he said he'd like to be on again. So I'll have more, more, uh, more, more Simshan related topics.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and um, I don't know old old stories. You just mentioned campfires. Think like old stories from around the campfire. Yeah,
0: I am that kind of yeah. Yeah, so like uh, there's a, okay. What I'm going to be doing is I'm trying to get it together, and with Adam's schedule, it's just kind of difficult. Wow. So it might just turn out to be me and me and Merle. But just like the local ghost story legends that we all heard growing up that we'd all tell around the campfire when we got to go camping, you know, and the certain spots around the island where unfortunate accidents happen and and are haunted now. So we are hopefully I, I want Adam involved and he wants to be involved. But the way his work schedule is, we're just trying to weave it in with that, you know.
1: I think that's a good idea. They do that here in sit and and the radio station will do oh, a story, and they'll call like five people to tell their personal story of an experience that they've had spooky, or um, some kind of a miracle that they've witnessed, or oh, um, but it's, yeah, it's, you know what I don't mean? a good idea.
0: Because then uh, Adam has some personal experience with it, and Merle has some, and then. You know, and then UFOs, like I, I saw a UFO. in uh, oh, I knew
1: they were real. After, yeah. the, oh, I, after the government said, and they verified it, I was like, I knew it. Yeah.
0: I, knew it. I was one of those people that were just like, yeah, like my bro Ira was like, I fucking saw a fucking UFO. I was out drinking on the uh, runway, and these lights came down, and I was like, bullshit, you're just drunk. <laughs>
1: <And> then, <laughs> or, or my.
0: Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. So when
1: when we would be out on the runway, I'd be on the runway with Kathy Thomas and she would look at the clock and she'd be like, she'd be like, 9.37. I said, why do you say it out loud like that? And she said... I say it out loud because, like, I'll see something out of the ordinary up in the air, like that looks like it's not supposed to be there. Like, I said, like a UFO. She said, "Yeah." And I look at the time all the time. I make sure I know what time it is because you don't know if they're like they steal you away and then like they bring you back, and then all of a sudden it's like eleven thirty, and yeah. you're like, "Hey, where did those where did those two hours go?" Yeah. And I was like, "Ah, oh, it's too crazy, Kathy. That's crazy talk. There's no UFOs." And <laughs> but. You knew, yeah, my girl Kathy knew. <laughs> I was uh,
0: <laughs> I went home to to help my mom after one of her um, chemotherapy treatments. It was in January of 2017, and uh, she was like, y- "You could go out, you know." I know you want to go out. I was like, "Well, I'll take you for a cruise." I just need to sleep, but you need to just go, for, you know, whatever you want to do. Just know, I'm just I'll be fine. Just go for your drive and. Popped in my podcast, cruised out, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to the runway and come back. And she was like, you know, at that point, my mom was like, if it's just concentrated on me, then all I'm going to think about is the th- chemotherapy and the cancer, and I can't have that. And and I understood that. So I was like, okay. So I, I took a cruise out, and it was late. It was like fucking one, around one thirty ish you know, and mm-hmm. uh, turned around on the runway, made a stop by that sign for James you know Mm -hmm. usually tap Mm -hmm. that then I got back in my car got on the straightaway and as I got closer to that corner at the end of the straightaway I was like just looking up because something just zipped by and it wasn't a star and I looked up and it did two dashes boom boom and it disappears holy fuck that was a fucking UFO man (laughs) and it fucking was you know it fucking was man And then uh, I had to text Iris like, "Hey, man, sorry for calling you a liar in 1997."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Even right now, I hope he's listening. Yeah, he's like, yeah. yeah, twice yeah. now he apologized.
0: Yeah, it's like <laughs> fucker called me a liar, man. It's because I was drunk. <laughs> um, and uh, yes, yeah, so you have an open invitation. So anytime you want to come on and just chop it up on any subject, just let me know. So if I have to do any research on it, you know. or like if you're like hey man i got this like anything culture if you're like hey man i want to do this okay cool man just give me a little bit of time to research it and we could do it or unless i could just hey man chime in every now and then with some witty comment that doesn't make sense and then you just keep on going (laughs) um so thank you for coming on and thank you for also being on the longest podcast to date at two hours and five minutes which will probably be about two seven by the time i add the intro music to it
1: yeah, I really enjoyed myself. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even know if you invited me or if I bullied my way onto your show. No. Either way, I'm happy to be here.
0: <laughs> so uh, actually it started because when you first heard the podcast, you're like, hey, I just recently discovered your podcast and um, you said what you said on there. I said, like, hey, man, yeah, if you ever want to come on, you got an open invitation. Then it just never synced up. Um, and then back in July, I posted from the page like, hey, man, I'm coming to Met for the 7th if anybody wants to be on. And you were like, hey, I'm going to be on. I like to be on an episode because I'm going to be home around that time. <laughs> and so uh, here yeah. we are. And, uh, yeah, now it, that'll be a lot easier, you know. Um, just hit me up anytime. Let me know if you just want to talk about Pit farting on a snare drum. You know,
1: <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Oh,
0: <laughs> you know, like when you put your hand under your armpit and make the fart sound. You know,
1: oh yeah, okay. But yeah. you're doing that
0: on the snare drum. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so if you ever want to talk about
0: that subject, <laughs> let me know and you can come on.
1: <laughs> i will gonna um, do some research. I've seen it done before, but <laughs> yeah. You're like,
0: hold on, man. I'm gonna be the fucking master of this shit the next time we talk. Um. I will post this on Sunday, but before I initially post it, I will send it to you. Okay. Okay. And, um, <laughs> that way you're able to, and you should be able to hear the music that I played. I, I it was coming through on my end. So hopefully it plays. I, I'd love
1: to hear my jam. Okay. Yeah.
0: Like I said, you got some good selections, man. People are going to hear the actual names and the songs, So they could look it up if it doesn't play. <laughs> and, uh, Once again, thank you for coming on, Audrey. It's been a lot of fun. This two hours just kind of flew by. So uh, I really enjoy this type of stuff. So thank you.
1: And thank you. We'll uh, see you around, Kay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Have a good one, all right? Okay. All right, later. All right, everybody. So I am going to end it on this. Just uh, everybody have a good day, man.
2: Later.